This week's episode of the Co-Optional Podcast is proudly sponsored by Squarespace. Get 10% off your first order at squarespace.com slash co-optional. Create your own professional-looking website with no prior knowledge required at squarespace.com slash co-optional. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast. <laughs> you, Jesse, you seem like you're shaking off some... I, I, I stretched and then lengthy sleep. So I was in the middle of a stretch start and I was getting ready and now, now, I'm, now I'm ready is what I'm... I'm ready now. Good. I'm not ready. Hold on, I need a second. No one's ever ready. <laughs> Wait, what? Show. Wait. <laughs> oh, okay, there we go. What the fuck is this? I... It's... <laughs> What the fuck is this? Uh, uh, okay, hello everybody. Welcome to the deep weeb. I'm no, glad we're all no. here together. <laughs> we're done. Thank you for watching the Corruptional Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, big thanks to our sponsor, squarespacecom Corruptional. Uh, that's the contract done. Like we're never recovering from this. Uh, goodbye, Jesse. Please come back. <laughs> I keep waiting for him to come into my room, and it hasn't happened yet. No, I think he just gave up halfway through. No, he left. I think maybe he's grabbing a beer. Why the fuck do you have that? I didn't need one. The scouter? So that I can yes. tell what everybody's power level is. It's a dangerous world out there, TB. <laughs> sure. I mean, she's oh, not for wrong. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. You know, I like how the two of you have decided to make up for the fact that we're only running half cams today. Like, that's, that's great. Yeah. That's that's brilliant. Two of us don't have cameras running, and you you are really blowing it out of the water. You're right welcome. Now. How's it going, Internet? Hashtag. Uh, <laughs> don't date robots. They're dangerous. <laughs> yep. Hashtag. Really keep your power level hidden. In there. Good job, you two. Thank you. Well done. Yeah. Wait, wait, why are you dressed up like an idiot, though? For real, though. Oh, because I have a Jotaro hat and I have a scouter. And I mean, where else would be the perfect place to showcase them together? I mean, anywhere but here. I would, I would assume <laughs> anywhere but this podcast. No, this is the only place. This is the only place. Do you have a show called Manga Pod yeah, directly after this? Yes. yes. This is the only place. Those. You, nope. you, no, you didn't consider. A manga Pod, this would be expected. Right. Oh, but here, ah, uh, I see, I see. But I, here, I can cause Jesse to walk away and grab his fedora-wielding robot more, outfit. I got plenty more stuff over here. I, I have a box. Yeah, I have a wig. We can, we can just keep rotating. Look, every yeah, break. I mean, okay. I had no intention of doing anything on the show today, so you guys just go at it, like, whatever you want. It's, <laughs> it's totally no. fine. no. Captain the ship. No. Captain the ship. We are going right into Can the I rocks. Can I have one week where I don't <laughs> do that? <laughs> this train has no brakes. 
Welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast. We occasionally talk about video games. Our sponsor today is squarespace.com slash co-optional because you have no website design talent, but they do, and you can utilize their talent by proxy using squarespace.com slash co-optional with no experience required. Mm -hmm. Yay. Video (laughs) games. You could make a website called Scouter. No. Scouter. Scouter. Actually. Scouter. I hardly knew her. Ah, ah, no. This fucking kill me. All I, right. I mean, I'm a, games. <laughs> not a bad idea. Like, best idea to come up with in a wow. while. Our special guest today is regretting coming back. Uh, last time, weirdly enough, Cry, it seems like you're on the show actually every month. In reality, you're not. The last uh, co-optional podcast you were on was June of 2015, if I was going to say, that. it feels like it's been a while to me. Yeah, it actually like has. He has like an aftertaste. It's cut. He does. <laughs> it's yeah. true. He does. Um, he uh, he also hangs out a lot on co-optional lounges and secret Hitler Sundays and things like that, you know. So he he shows up every now and again. He shows up where I, I sometimes feel like I might fit in, but then I realize it doesn't work out. But then I come back later on anyway because, hey, fuck it, why not? I mean, if if it doesn't fit the first time, just keep at it. Just keep basically. at it until just it keep, fits. Yeah, just keep you know pushing it in there. It's it's like a lotus shoe, you know? You just keep pushing your foot in there, and then eventually your foot's Yes. Good. Yes, it's just like the shoe and nothing else. Nothing else. Definitely. A lotus shoe? I've never heard of a lotus shoe. Can you explain the concept it, of a lotus shoe to us? Dodger, I think you know what I'm talking about, right? Nope. Okay! Yeah, Do- Dodger <laughs> definitely seems like the kind of person that knows a lot about shoes. Yes. When I think of Dodger, that's the first thing I think of. Oh, God. I know, right? I could have sworn this was a thing. I might be. Okay. All right. Thankfully, we have access, at least until Comcast denies it to us, to the internet. So, Lotus (laughs) shoes are footwear that will like crumple up. Yes, they were intended to resemble a lotus bud. Uh, they were traditionally worn by women in China who had bound oh, feet. Oh, when they would, like, bound your, bind your feet. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, they are abso- absolutely horrible. See also foot fetishism, shoe fetishism, and ballet boot. That's an interesting no, uh, selection sure. of other things uh, that Wikipedia is offering here. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. And now uh, you've been knowledge dropped yeah. We know more than so we did when we started. Now that I didn't have before, yeah. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're killing it. You're killing it. Nice to have you back. <laughs> it's, it, it is good. I feel we always have a, a nice laid-back show when Cry is here. Oh, I could use one. That sounds great. Yeah, you have an aura of not caring that spreads to the rest of us, which is quite quite nice, actually. It's a it's a pleasant apathy. Mm. I wish it worked on my mother, but it don't do that. So, yeah, thank you. But congratulations on surviving Hurricane Matthew. I heard that was an interesting experience. Thanks. I had a branch and it went up against my window for a little bit, but then it was done. <laughs> Very intimidating. Mm. Yeah. Hey, it, it was like I'm gonna get you, and it's like ah, I'm fucking. I was just yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get, get you. you. It's just rubbing up against the window. <laughs> Um, I think my favorite tweet that I saw was a huge sign from a local high school was in some dude's backyard and he just tweeted at the high school being like, y'all want this back or? (laughs) Can I keep this? (laughs) It was a a time. It was a time. A simpler time, Mm -hmm. maybe. 
Well, power was out for some people, so I guess it was a little bit simpler. Yeah. <laughs> Not ideal. Yeah. Yes. I, hopefully, uh... hopefully everyone didn't get hit too hard by that. We had yeah. we had rain and a couple of the roads were closed. But considering the traffic around here, usually we didn't really notice the difference. So That's speaking to imply of, there's a lot of traffic. Speaking of, of the horrible disasters and uh living without stuff, yesterday I realized uh, should the world ever end, I would become a madman. I woke up, went to go take a shower, and there was no water. No water pressure. There's no water anywhere in my apartment. And I spent the morning freaking out. <laughs> I, was like, I can't leave my house without a shower. What like, is I'm going to stink. This would be so gross. And so I, I realized that moment, should there ever come a time where society breaks down, that's when I would lose it. People would be... <laughs> I would start killing. The second that you needed a shower. Oh my god! It would all I fall apart. Ma- <laughs> I would <laughs> massacre immediately. I would go. Yes, I oh almost down a human being. I almost lost it. I'm like, I can't not take a shower today. And so I just sat there and waited, and it never came back on. So I had to come into the office, stinking as shit, and just sit here and work. And everyone's like, "You're fine." I'm like, "You don't know. <laughs> you don't know." It's in the, my, I'm like Agent Smith in the first Matrix. It's in my nostrils. <laughs> the, scent, the scent of man. I'm it's, just like, I can't, I I can't can get it out. smell your stink. <laughs> it's, yes, it's that scene, except it was my own body. And I was like, I smell me. I'm like, no. It was awful. It was a horrible experience. And I realized I might be a crazy person just one bad day away from snapping. So this is watch out, prison. everyone. This is gonna surprise you, but I'm not surprised actually. I'm not, that's <laughs> very likely. There, there very is a certain likely. horrible feeling of when you know that you're not hygienic today, and everyone else does not. But there's always the chance of discovery, and you know <laughs> deep inside. Oh yeah. So you oh, just yeah. put on more clothes. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I put on actually less clothes. I. I had, because I was waiting for my laundry to get done. Spoiler, you can't do laundry without water. So I had no underwear. So I had zero <laughs> knee undies on. So oh, I was no. free balling yesterday. I was like gross and nasty. And it was horrible. And I think, I think, I think I'm, I'm I saw, I saw my dark self. I saw the darkest <laughs> timeline. And I know what I'll become. And I can't let that happen. Well, like, guess what? Uh, the girl that I went to visit that I made bucket salad with, um, created her own shower system that collects rainwater, so she can build you a shower when the world falls apart. Uh, of me. course. She All right, did. can we pause? Can we pause? Rewind. <laughs> the girl that can I we went break to that make sentence buckets, down piece by yeah, piece. The girl I went to go make bucket salad with. Ooh, All right, already. But y'all, know, y'all already know about that, so we can move of on. Of course. Wonder what a bucket salad is. Of course. Yeah. She. Has her own shower that collects rainwater. Mm-hmm. Essentially, oh god, I where does she live? Does she live in an actual city or out in the woods? No, she's on a farm in the middle of fucking nowhere. But it, here's that's the not thing: that though. unreasonable. Then one of the most important parts of a shower is the water pressure. She, she's got to have good water pressure. No, it just falls on her. It just falls on her. Yeah. Oh, so it's like a waterfall shower. I'm with but you. It's still a shower. Uh, that's some bullshit. That's rain. That's, that's, look, I'm just rain, trying to, look, 
Jesse, I'm just trying to give you little little hits so that you don't go mad on us. Oh, no, fuck hits of showers. I'm waiting for an opportunity to change the text at the bottom of the screen that says Hurricane Matthew sexual predator. I don't feel it's the right time yet. <laughs> what? Wait, what? That's been on screen for the last five minutes. Hurricane Matthew, comma, sexual predator. Why? I mean, what? we were talking about Hurricane Matthew, you know, just getting up in people's business, you know, putting its ha- dirty hands where it didn't belong. Sure. Hurricanes have hands? Metaphorically. Oh, okay. It's happening. It's happening here. I mean, we're trying to buy time because none of us have played any video games. Well, I have. Great. Fantastic. Talk. (laughs) I see. You want to talk about Gears? Yo. Yeah. yeah, So, uh, Gears of War 4 came out this week. It did, yes. Uh, And a good port, I'm told. Like, a really good PC version that, like, runs on pretty much anything, which is fucking shocking. But hey... But if you have to buy it through the Windows Store, go ahead and just uh, fuck your life. <laughs> I mean, go ahead yeah. and top yourself, yes. I mean, there is that. There, there is that disadvantage. Uh, the Windows yeah. Store is... I feel like the Windows Store is an initiation ceremony. It's proving that you really want that game. You, yeah. You really, truly desire it because you're willing to go through seven, seven circles of hell to get it. It... It's worse than the old Steam. Remember the really, really old Steam that we were all forced to use when Half-Life 2 came out? We really didn't want to do it. Yeah. They've it managed to make that even worse, and that's incredible. Mm. Uh, yeah, it, it was a process where it was like, you open up the Windows Store, you type in Gears of War, and then it double-checks that you have the anniversary Windows update. Naturally, yes. And naturally. And then... Uh, you have to use the Xbox app. You install the game, and then you have to use the Xbox app in order to log in to your Xbox Live account. And then you have to go into the Xbox app in order to join on anybody because it doesn't successfully um, find whether or not your friends are online. Oh, yes. I've heard that that is just the the party system is... A disaster area, which is amazing considering that Xbox has had Xbox Live has had a party system for fuck knows how long, right? Yeah. I mean, we were able to sort it out, but it was a very frustrating process. Yeah, so. it, it, it gave me shades of your complaints about Origin back in the day when you were trying to play Dead, uh, Dead Space 3. Yeah. I had forgotten. <laughs> I had but, forgotten about all of that. But it is worth noting that while the storefront is a steaming pile of dumpster, the actual game itself runs very, very well on mm-hmm. almost anything, which yeah. is very impressive, actually. So Jesse did campaign and I did horde mode. So Jesse, how's the campaign in, in your um, feels? So I'm about halfway through it. I, I so far love it to death um it gives you right at the beginning like a hey here's some previous things that if you haven't played any of these before might be of interest to you to set up good I, I haven't kept up with the gears kind of canon since the first one they don't give you necessarily the like the actual story they give you this was a battle that took place and so you are a nobody soldier in that battle and they're like this is another one that took place and then this is a major one where phoenix did some cool shit and they talk about it in the background while you're it like you're just uh, going through the battle which i think is pretty cool um and and it's sort of a, a 
like a celebration of where they've come as a people on the planet. Um, I think without a doubt, my absolute it, mechanically, I I think it might be one of my favorite Gears games just to play. Um, some of the changes and like the fine tuning they've done are, are awesome. Um, I'm intrigued to know uh, you know what exactly because I mean. I think Gears is, is known by a lot of people, uh, and a lot of people kind of make jokes at Gears' expense as, this is the, the chest-high wall cover shooter. Like, the quintessential chest-high wall cover shooter. It is, and it continues to be. Like, to say otherwise would... I mean, Dodger probably has even more experience, having just fought horde after horde. Yeah, But sure. I, it continues to be that. It's just... it. it uh, I don't know if it's frame rates or what it is but just is smoother does that make any sense like it well just... the game runs at very high frame rates like it runs incredibly well and the frame timing you know which is something that doesn't often get talked about the idea of the consistency between frames as opposed to just the speed uh you know the overall frame rate is apparently very very high because it's well optimized so it feels like you know it's it's a butter shooter is what it is it feels buttery yeah, i mean it, buttery. It, it, this is this it is it just is a like it's hard to describe it besides sounding like oh yeah no it's just gears of war which it is it's literally if you've played gears of war before going into this you will not be lost or confused like immediately from the beginning you're gonna be like okay i know exactly what to do here and, and all this stuff sure i mean gears was not exactly a complex concept to begin with it, yeah it just seems like they've taken gears and polished it up to a that's exactly right the it's mirror like a little bit shine more polished you know? and, yeah yeah um sorry I was going to say, I've, I've never played a Gears game before. This is my very first one. And yeah, even then, <laughs> it did not take me very long to be like, oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think one of the things that shocked me was, aside from the three main characters, which, uh, Jesus, Phoenix, Walker, and Diaz, which they've been promoting like hell, I really haven't been following the story of what this game's about. So when they finally introduced... Um, Reyna, who's like the older woman character. She's maybe my favorite character. Like, what she's a great. fucking badass. I was I, like... I played her in Horde. But I only know that she's great by what she looks like. <laughs> I was... Like, Wasn't uh, Anya also really fucking awesome in the previous Gears games? Like, they have some pretty cool characters for what is yeah. otherwise a fairly generic setting, which I think is kind of what allows it to stand out. Because otherwise it would be considered oh, an extremely generic game. But the, the people... It just... There's something about the way that each character is VO'd and written that really immerses you into an otherwise fucking generic as hell setting. And you feel, and you feel like it shouldn't because the way a lot of the characters are also super tropey. And yes. so you feel like yeah. like even every colonel or commander is like, all right, boys, let's get in there. <laughs> There's very every much some of that, one. yeah. And so it's one of those things where you're like, this shouldn't be nearly as entertaining as it is. It's just really so well far, executed. Four games, I've been thrilled to play all four. Mm. I'm just like, it's mind-boggling that that's the way it is. But it's one of those things where, from the outside looking in, if you've never played a Gears game before, you probably have the idea that it's just like super muscle-bound dudes and they're all broing out. And then one guy's like, no! And then some guy's like, I've got to sacrifice myself for us, bro! Like, that's <laughs> what accent was that? I have got to ask. You know, brah, I gotta sacrifice myself for you, that, brah. It, that, it, was, it was a colonial accent, TV. Of course, uh, yes. New colonial accents. And uh, it's, yeah, it's just a weird, from the outside in, you see all the trailers and the cutscenes, and, like, if you just 
are on the periphery of what Gears is, you get that vibe of like, oh, this is stupid. Play it. If you've never played a Gears of War game before, play it. It's super fun. It's really entertaining. And I'm sure Dodger can talk about the other stuff that you can do in the game, which is literally just get online with your friends and murder shit. Mm -hmm. Horde mode's always been kind of a big deal in that series. I'd, I'd love to know what your experience of it was in 4. It was really, really fun for me. It um every every there's there's fifty total. There's fifty waves, and every ten waves there's a boss. Mm -hmm. Um, there are different classes that you can play inside of the horde mode. So like I was a scout, which meant that all of the materials that the dead bodies dropped, I would grab more materials than anybody else. Sure. Um, there's uh the engineer who can make turrets and stuff and make sure yeah. that they're still working and things like that. Um, it, it was really fun. Just the man, the way that they just explode on you is so great. <laughs> when you have a shotgun and somebody comes right up next to you and you just, they just explode. It feels so awesome. Uh, but with the four of us, you can have up to, I, I don't know if it's five or six people. Um, but we just had the four of us and we were able to get up to wave 40 before it was like, okay, there's no way that we can progress. Like we tried to fight the same boss over and over and over again. And we were like, okay. Is there, there an issue no with lives. your character kind of progressing and getting more powerful through sessions? Are, you do you do feel get like more you powerful, were yeah. checked at that point or do, are you just not good enough? Like skill wise? You know, it, it felt, it definitely felt like you're not meant to be able to hit all 50 waves you know, without, without like playing it a few times and leveling up and, um, and sort of changing like your kit because each person has a different, you can change like what ability you bring to the table. Um, so depending on your class, like there are lots of different abilities that you can choose from that are that class specific and sort of figure out the play style that you want that works best for you. Um, and then just like lots of communication, obviously, but it yeah. definitely felt like there was no way that we could progress anymore. Like okay. we needed, we either we either needed to be more cohesive as a team from the get go. Because if you, like, we had lost all of our turrets, we had lost everything by that point, and there was no way for us to build back up. You know. Yeah. Uh, uh, as long as it's not a, a flat out gear check, because I feel that's like horribly cheap in terms of. Saying, I wouldn't like, say you it's can't... a gear check at all. Good. I no. mean, that, other people in the chat seem to be agreeing with you that it is a skill thing and. You know, that you just have to master it, which that's cool. Mm -hmm. You know, I've never been a massive fan of horde modes. I have to admit there. Uh, I think there is a definite sense of camaraderie that you got to have playing with randoms. Yeah. I wouldn't like playing with a group. No, no, thank uh, you. People that, <laughs> that you suck, know. Absolutely. That, that, that can certainly see the entertainment value of. Yeah. Uh, I, I liked it a lot. I would love to play it again. So the, the bosses, I guess, are from the campaign. Like would, some of would the assume so yeah yeah and so some of the bosses I was like what the fuck is this <laughs> they'd be like oh it's this thing so you mean creepy hands that's my favorite boss it looks like just a hand that's like <laughs> but it's giant I have not I seen creepy hands no oh, creepy man. hands did not show up in horde mode I don't know what the hell he's called but he's great <coughs> oh man. creepy hands oh creepy hands. It's making me wish I actually got into Gears because my only experience with Gears was the first one, and I remember playing for ten minutes again, wicked motion sickness, and I was just like, oh, no. "Yeah, there's a specific technique that they decided to coin called the roadie run, which is, it's a, it's designed to uh, be a camera view as you run forward, 
that looks like someone is literally chasing you with like a handheld camera, like uh, almost like it's mm. a found footage kind of thing. And right. it got praised at the time for being a really interesting and cinematic, whatever the fuck that means, uh, way of you know making you run from cover to cover. But there was a slight issue that it gave you the Cloverfield effect, i.e. half the people playing it got motion sick every time they decided to sprint, which is not brilliant. Is it still like that? I mean, I've got to assume it's still in it, but they probably refined it in some way to make it less sickening. I see. Okay. Yeah, because you guys are, I mean, you're selling it to me. It sounds really fun and stuff. I mean, as long as I don't just, like, play it and be like, hey, man, I'm going to go lay down for half an hour now. Then I, I mean, I'll try it out then. Yeah, that sounds good. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Good job. Good job, salesmen. <laughs> we try. We do what we can. Mm-hmm. 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 Cool. Um... The other one that I played a shitload of is Atlas Reactor. Yeah, you've been really on that one, which is intriguing because, let's be honest, two genres that I don't associate with you with are, one, <laughs> Dota-style games, and two, turn-based turn -based. tactics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and you just you picked a game which is an amalgamation of both, mm -hmm. um, and you seem to have really got into it. I, I have played a little bit of it. I am utterly awful at it, I have to admit. Really? Uh, I'm, I suck. Like, the amount of abilities I just end up whiffing in that game is yeah. astonishing. Uh, I was like, I am not helping at all. I, it, definitely, it definitely took me a while to get into the mindset of predicting where the other players were going to go. Yeah, totally. Um, because for everybody watching, Atlas Reactor is, it's, it's a turn-based tactics game, but every single person on the board is being played by... A person One in, yeah. in meat space yeah, and so I played it so badly it looks it's great. so fun and so everybody's choosing what they're going to do at the exact same time so uh the different like it, it all it all resolves at once yeah there are uh, several phases basically that, that go yeah. ahead of each other and certain abilities are associated with certain phases so mm -hmm. you know a very powerful ability might end up and it's kind of it's an initiative system basically you know a very yeah. powerful ability might end up being the last thing that fires off problem is that dude over there just used an ability that dashed him out of the way before you were able to execute that yeah. um which that and that is unusual uh, not many games really use that i think it's going to take a lot of getting used to for some people it certainly does to me like mm -hmm. that's not a traditional way of doing turn-based games for the most part i have a yeah. question yeah Can what's up Rewatch the whole thing like real time too when you're done with it so like it just cuts out all the the waiting and you just see everything at once i like, actually don't know that would be cool that'd be, that'd be really be cool, cool replay system if that were true i yeah. don't know if that's in the game well, they need to do it. There you go. That would it. look so yeah. funny, though. It would be everybody just like doing flips and jumping around and all yeah, kinds totally. of shit. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. That, they did that with uh, Frozen. If you remember Frozen Synapse. Frozen Synapse. Yeah, yeah, which is a while mm. ago. That you know that had simultaneous turns. That was a that was a little easier because it was mostly about controlling a squad of like soldiers, and you really you control their movement and what way they were facing. And if they could see a dude, they could shoot at it. In this game, you're using specific abilities that have specific areas of effect. And yeah. you can totally whiff them constantly. And people do all the time. It's They, they take advantage of the, um, you know, everybody's trying to make games where it's not just classes, it's heroes. Yeah, right? yeah. The whole hero idea, certainly. Yeah. And I think this is the only game that's tried to do it with, with like a turn-based tactics game. Mm -hmm. And it wound up working really well. Like, there's just all kinds of super weird mercenaries that you can play with all kinds of different strange abilities. And it's you wind up, 
Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a robot there's dog. dog. Um, Quark there's is like a little floating rock baby that heals people, and he's my favorite support. Um, there's there's all kinds of just like super weird uh, characters that were created in labs and like the lore. Um, so it winds up being really, really fun once you've played it a few times, because then you start to think not only about your abilities, but also, oh shit, I see that so-and-so is playing that character. And I know that that character, when they get shot, they have a chance to like roll one space over. And so really I need to be shooting like there instead of there. And um, yeah, that, that to me was the learning curve for it yeah. initially. I'm like, I don't know what any of these people can do. <laughs> and I'm going to have to wait to find out when they punch me in the fucking face you know, after I miss my ability because they do some fucking backflip before I'm able to do anything. Right. What's nice is that you can, uh, during the phase when everybody's choosing what to do, if you hold alt, you can see what abilities everybody, yeah, allies and opponents, you can see what abilities they have available to them at the time. So like if they've burned their dash and they don't have it, you'd be able to hold alt and see that if you can't remember. Um so if you're trying to decide what to do and how to attack a specific person, knowing whether or not they have a, a getaway is really convenient. Like being able to actually see that instead of just recall it. Uh, it's so fun. I think that that game is, is super fun. And what's nice is that the base game is free uh, so that you can sort of like get a feel for it and see if you like it. And then it's 30 bucks to get everything, um, which I think is a, a pretty good model. Hmm. Is it uh, the kind of thing though, where like the longer you play, like the more like you just your your characters itself get stronger, or you just it's always the same like uh, stats. When you, it's always the same stats wise, and leveling up a character just gets you like more customization stuff for them. Like just cosmetic stuff. Yeah. All right. Good. I like that model then. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's okay. That's good. Yeah. The characters look great. The characters are really interesting. They do, yeah, they, they've definitely got um, a nice little uh, style to them. They have a, certainly their own identity, no doubt about mm -hmm. that. Nice, colorful-looking game, you know, aesthetically very nice. They got yeah. me. I do, I'm downloading it now. Dude, yeah. we got to play this shit. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. I haven't played in a couple of days. I'm itching. This is going to sound weird, but some of them remind me of the show Reboot, if you remember yes! that. <laughs> yes! 100%. Yeah. 100%. That's awesome. I'm, I'm Aww, more than down with that. They were gonna reboot, reboot. They were. With you mean what do you mean with dot matrix? Mm. And oh god. All those characters. Mm. Awesome. I would love to see them try and bring reboot into the current era. Oh, <laughs> it would be oh, amazing. <laughs> like, how do we make it so that this speaks to a current generation of technology care. whizzes? Reboot was a lot of fun for a weird It was. Show. It was <laughs> great. All right, good. I'm trying to think what a man I played. What else did I play this week? Listen, the only things uh, I play anymore is this Battle Right and WoW. That's it. Throw some more Battle Right, man. I that still have great. not touched Battle Right. It's so I don't know if you would like it. Uh, no? Mm, maybe not. I. It's. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go on. Yeah, not. A League of Legends or Dota sort of person. I am not. I hate MOBAs. And mobiles. you're not a World of Warcraft person. No. And you're not really a PvP kind of person. No. Oh, that 
this speaks I to you. I have a that. feeling you will hate it. <laughs> this yeah. is just the Venn diagram of will Dodger really hate this game? <laughs> Probably yeah. yes. Gotcha. I did so enjoy Smite. Just overlapping, just are on top of each other. Uh, they're I mean, just literally just it's circle. just one, one black <laughs> there's, circle. There's a tiny little overlap in the Venn with Smite, certainly. Mm -hmm. um, it reminds me kind of more of a fighting game than a dota style game but mm. it is played from a top-down perspective with abilities and cooldowns and all that kind of thing um i i mean i've been playing it on and off we played a little bit together cry it it did not go yeah. well it, oh no uh, it went horribly actually. it went pretty horribly yeah, yeah. Uh, we got together for That's a few okay. threes and we got our ass handed to us you were very sleepy though that i i was <laughs> that's my excuse yeah uh, I, I mean, I with, guess... uh, who was it? Uh, with Sin Victor and Harfu. Bear in mind, Harfu was the world champion of the game that preceded this, which was Bloodline mm. Champions. Yeah. And Saint Vicious is Saint Vicious. So, I mean, I played a couple of rounds with them. We won, and then I, I left and had a minor anxiety attack in the corner. And that's that was right. my first and probably only competitive experience of that game. That game is fucking terrifying to stream. I, I, beat oh, my, yeah. I beat myself up about that game a lot, mm. um, honestly, uh, when I'm online. But it uh, is great. It's, it's a really good game. Something about streaming the game will always have people telling you, hey, man, there's EX abilities. Uh, uh, yes, hey. people love to remind you about that. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm using them constantly. Is this, uh, is this your go-to line for, hey, I have something to contribute? It's like, you realize that that right there is an EX ability, right? It's like, oh, okay. Like, yep, we know that it has EX abilities. Yes, it does. Yep. That is nice. Uh, I see another one. Uh, apparently, who, who here? I know Jesse has. How about a certain game with trucks? Oh, dear. Oh, that game. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. It's Cluster Truck, isn't it? Yes. Yes. It is Cluster Truck. Oh, my. I have been putting off playing that game for so long, and then I watched Jesse... Play that game while drunk. That was a trip. That was a fucking trip. Letting chat convince me to do Twitch integration was the single worst decision I've made in my life. <laughs> don't, don't. Y'all are assholes. Y'all are assholes. I've done that once. I did that with Party Hard, and I regretted it horribly. I didn't even oh like that game in the first God. place. They made it a hell of a lot worse. <laughs> don't trust them. There is the I, I. There are many maps that I could just breeze through, and I was like, oh, well, that was easy. There were some that required you learn a pattern, like a really, like you had to learn exactly how to do it. So the very last map that I did was like the end of level four. I learned, just as I learned the pattern, incoming laser trucks, incoming earthquakes. So it's like, I can't, I can't do this because you had to jump through. You had to jump. And then like, they made the trucks bombs. So there's one part where you have to wait on a truck to jump at a certain time. Can't do that shit anymore. I was like, y'all are fucking assholes. I lost my mind. I lost my mind. Dodger came in. And she was like, "It'll be okay." I was like, "It'll never be okay." It'll be okay. I watched the trailers for that game. It just looked like pure pain and suffering. I can't imagine why I'd pay for that experience. I mean, TB. The, the goof. The thing is, if you don't stream it or at least don't enable Twitch integration, it's not a bad game. It's pretty fun, actually. But fuck that last level. Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. 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 I can't. Not doing that one. There's some levels that are really clever and really interesting, and you see, like, when you have to jump from, like, road to road, I'm like, yeah. oh, this is cool as shit. But then there are ones where it's, you have to jump between moving things, like, you have to time everything so perfectly 
that is just frust. It's a frustration simulator. You're like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> I threatened the developers. I threatened to fight the developers. <laughs> people are saying that they like to troll around and come watch people play. And I was like, of they're course they in do. chat. I will fight you. I will fight you. <laughs> You better not. You better not. I was so mad. <laughs> the, where they uh, quote unquote hack people who stream the game. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. They do it's like a dev takeover. Yeah. It's pretty interesting how they pull that off. That's a nice I've never seen a game do that, actually. No, that's it, the whole Twitch integration idea is, is interesting. I don't necessarily know if it's an effective marketing strategy, especially when I see a game tout the integration it's like well that's cool and all but you're marketing a feature that less than you know one percent of your player base is going to have any use for whatsoever that probably isn't going to sell all that many copies of it it may get more people to stream it but does that mm. translate into sales i'm intrigued to see if it does right i i as as a person who interacts with my chat a lot while i'm playing games uh I, I like that there are games like that that are coming out that, oh, absolutely. Are, yeah. that make it so that chat can get involved. But I totally agree with you. I keep wondering as well, like how they're going to wind up um, achieving the same bottom line, <laughs> you know? There's that. And also, uh, like you just said, how you interact with your chat, your chat's useless at that point because all the votes going through the chat, it's like, Hey, any conversation we had now is just a bunch of ones. Impossible, and twos. yes. It's it's yeah. just it's spam fest. It's but in a game like Cluster Truck, you're I mean, you're already just fucking in yeah. the spiral of yeah. trying to not die. So <laughs> it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a clusterfuck with cluster truck. Ah. Yep, we had to say it. <laughs> so we said the F word here. Sorry guys. Oh no. Oof. Our sponsors, oh, no. are, our sponsors will leave immediately. The frick word? No. Oh, gee. Oh, frick. I can't oh, believe ow. you said flip on the internet. Oh, oh. flipping hell. Flipping heck. Frickin oh, flipping heck. Oh, flipping heck, no. My, my daughter is watching, sir. Will you stop? <laughs> How dare you? How dare flippin you? Heck. Oh, flipping heck. Well, Cluster Truck is actually selling relatively well. You know, as much yeah. as people will label it a stream bait game or a YouTube bait game, it's. Not doing badly at all, you know. According to Steam Spy, seventy thousand copies so far, which That's for a game good. about jumping on trucks is not too fucking bad. I mean, really. at its core, it's it's a fun game. Mm. I mean, it's not it, it isn't stupid or like a quick cash grab. There's actually some mechanics behind it and learning how to do stuff. And it, it, I think it's fun. I think that it's just if I can't do Dark Souls, I can't do Cluster Truck. <laughs> <laughs> But that's it that's got to be rage in me, grew the rage. I, here's the thing: while I was playing it, I uh, when I would scream or get mad, I imagined I was like, "Ah, fuck, man! Oh, that's not fair!" <laughs> right, guys? Haven't gone back and watched it again. <laughs> seen how actually furious you are. Literally, I would be like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I. I did not know there was that anger inside of me, but it was, it was hilarious to watch because it was like, fuck, <laughs> just like so angry, just so in the moment with blind rage. I was like, damn. <laughs> I, apparently in my mind, I thought, well, this I'm being hilarious. I'm being like really cute and funny because I've had a few beers. And I'm like, oh, no, nope. That was rage. That was alcohol fueled rage. 
Oh, it was horrifying to watch. I was like, holy shit. When I came in while you were playing it to like pat you on the back and be like, it's okay, buddy. Uh, Kristen was like, I'm not giving him any more beer. <laughs> he doesn't need any more. <laughs> uh, but I, then I finally won and had to end this. I won. It was like, I can do no better. Stream over. I <laughs> fell out of my chair with, with joy. Huh. I will it wasn't say, though. The only... oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no. Like, even though I was furious with anger, the few times that I managed to get through a level without dying once were like the greatest. It's like the greatest joy of your life. Oh, absolutely. It, that is the one thing that I, and I assume that is why those games are appealing to most people is that the highs are, you know, the lows are very, very low and the highs are really, really high and people are yeah. chasing those highs. Uh, I mean, I, I remember when we did the. Uh, we're trying to beat the first boss in Meat Boy, and it was just death after death after death after death after death, and then sheer joy for at least you know a good five seconds after we'd won it. You know, there, mm -hmm. there's there's an appeal to that. Yep. Yeah. It wasn't uh, the only game that you played with alcohol this week. I noticed. Oh no, we definitely played E T F to save our mother from any alien attack. That game. There's a full song in that game. It's great. There Every is. expectation I had. It really I did. On YouTube, just go watch it. It, it. Dodger and I played, and from hearing weird hentai moans in the background for no reason to that uh, turned out to be my character. Side note. Her character died. Oh yes, the wing the wing diver has a tendency of doing that, especially when she gets hit by damage over time. There's a lot. It of, was ah, so ah, funny. Ah. I was like, "What is that noise?" And it was just I was like, "I don't crazy. know." Yep. <laughs> um. From, from the moment I decided I want to be the guy who just had vehicles, I was like, oh, cool. At first, there was a tank, and I was like, all right. And then it kept getting, I was like, now you're in a mech. Now you're in a mech the size of the city. Yeah. Like, if you want to see pure joy in a person, <laughs> go just watch that five-minute clip where I finally unlock this, like, world-sized mech. I've never been happier as a game player in my life. That was a joyous moment for me. Um, what I loved was when, I can't remember if it was the small mech or the big mech, when you were like, oh, I can finally call it again. And you called it again, and the other person on our team <laughs> got in it. And you were like, fuck you. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. So I was like goofing around, and he just jumped in. I was like, oh, <gasps> <gasps> how dare you? What I loved was I missed this whole stream, but I saw on live stream fail that Jesse forgot how to say please or spell please or something. Oh That's my nice. god, That's that cool. was the most ridiculous conversation of my life. I, you know what the best part is, is the fact that I, this is what makes it so like comedically genius. For some reason, I thought to say, I'm not nearly as drunk as you think I am. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you spell please. And it just... It so perfectly that I was it's just good. like P L E A S P L E A S, and I couldn't figure out why you didn't know how to spell please until I realized. Uh, my favorite part of it is that the whole beginning is me saying that's not how you spell please. You spell it P L E A S E, and you were like, no, P L E A S, P L E A S. <laughs> and then once you realized there was an E on the end, you were like, I thought for sure you would at least know how to spell it, and I was like, I do. <laughs> you doubled the fuck down on that one. I'll give you that. I look. Here's the problem. That was maybe four beers in, so that's that is pretty early on in your. That was very early. Very. So that that makes it even worse for me. It's even. Oh my god! You made a fucking emote of it. I did make an emote of that. It looks good. Oh my god.
please. <laughs> and you spelled it right when you made the room. I know. I'm when aware. You look, when you look at the footage, no, no, no. It says, please is the room name. If you look at the footage, also look at my eyes because I'm staring right at my screen where it says please. Because I'm like, it's spelled correctly, P L E A S. My brain. Guys, if you ever want to, if you ever need proof that alcohol impairs you, I literally was staring at P L E A S E and could not remember to say the E. I couldn't say it. Well, you said one, just not the second one. Yeah, it was just, it was so bizarre. And. Yeah, yes. that happened. So now that exists uh, with with that and, and Gerard's weird uh, whatever phrase he said when we were doing our, our live stream, that also exists as well. Which one? When, what was he Something about the flag, like fix the flag. Oh, ah, uh, that, yes. Yeah, 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 ah, yeah. yes. Okay, got it. Yep. Yes, now we are embarrassed together forever. <laughs> that game is a Earned wonderful down. interpretation of uh, it's a, a very B movie game, yeah. In the sense that, and it's one of those oh, weird ones where you bad games generally don't have the same appeal as bad movies. I think because generally speaking, you don't have to work to watch a movie. You know, a movie's right. really bad. You can still appreciate it on some level because you're sort of passively soaking it in. Whereas you've got to work to get things out of video games, and if video games are bad, then the work is unpleasant. Right. And then you got EDF, which is broken seven ways from Sunday, and somehow that still adds to the charm <laughs> of the whole thing. Terrible UI. Oh god, <laughs> yeah, it, that UI has not improved in like six games. They haven't fixed that at it all. It looks awful. The collision detection is still ridiculous. The physics are still terrible. The, but there's there just aren't that many games where you can blow up that many giant space ants with that many silly weapons, and the weapons just True. keep. They just keep getting stupider. Like they really do. You can't. It's like you just think you can't get more one more silly variant of an assault rifle, and here they are with nine hundred ninety nine rounds of ammunition that spits out about a hundred fucking bullets a second. It's can you wonderful. confirm something for us? Uh, I can try. Jesse and I argued at length over whether or not these bugs were the aliens. The <laughs> bugs are being the aliens are using the bugs. Yeah, they're they like the, the they're like the kind of the slave race. You uh, later on, you're definitely encountering uh, a, a alien mechs the and we, alien we vehicles ran, and stuff. We ran into like alien ships all over the place. And, yeah, like, that we're dropping the bugs. Yeah, later yeah. on, you'll come up against stuff that is. You know, it, it's it's like the kind of slave race that they send initially. They're still obviously. But the actual bugs. aliens aren't just like cooler, no, more not, advanced bugs. No, they're not just ants with like crowns. Like, yes, my queen. I mean, I think, that would I, be I think they're just controlling <laughs> the insects. Oh, I'm pretty sure they're just controlling yeah. the insects. Yes, my queen. Yes, my queen. Yes, yeah. destroy mankind. Oh my fucking gosh. <laughs> Yeah. It's all a little harder Hampsy. about this than the developers <laughs> did, I think. But it, yeah, that, that game is is very silly. It, it it only has the Dynasty Warriors effect of cutting through unholy amounts of enemies, and that being incredibly enjoyable. Mm. It's ridiculous. It's super silly, and when the minute you start singing that ridiculous song, and then everyone keeps singing it, yeah, that's a beautiful that's a beautiful moment in the game, right it's there. It's wonderful. Mm. And then just, just the random voice acting that, you know, that just comes out of nowhere. And yeah. you just marching along, it's like, my wife and son were killed by insects. And then the <laughs> other one is like, and, it, and then just, it ties together with something that is like nonsensical. It's like, we will kill them with bullets. <laughs> like, 
Yes, you might. Uh, that is a line in the game. Kill them with bullets is a line in the yeah, game. Yeah, I'm trying to remember some of the things that my girl said. Oh, but God, there's so pretty much many. all of it was... I was I was thrilled to discover that my guy was basically a shaman from Warcraft. I just dropped, like, healing totems and defense totems. And I was like, oh, this is the best! So I ran behind and kept everyone alive. Yeah. I'm real good about that. I totally forgot to get weapons at one point, so I literally did nothing. But we won. Generally so... helps to bring a weapon of some sort with that character. Yeah, yeah I thought yeah. I'd bring a mech. I mean, a mech is a weapon when you when you're allowed inside it and it isn't stolen yeah. by your friend. But you know. all I did was end up destroying the city. I didn't actually. I don't oh know yes, that helped any. You, it, right. it does because you know better line of sight. You just kill yeah. all the buildings and then you. It's just like a uh, bad company too. Just like that battlefield game. You kill all the buildings so you can see everybody. It's I ideal. do love that. That pretty much any gun with one shot can take down a building. Yeah, if I'm it's like, explosive, good. it will probably do that. Yes, it'll have good. that effect. Uh, it's. That uh, that game is Jesse did kill me. I do remember that shit ton of fun. I don't I don't remember that. <laughs> oh oh, I did an airstrike. I called it an airstrike. Yeah. I killed you on me. Yeah. Oh absolutely. Oh yeah, that yeah. killed you a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They just keep Super upping dead. the ante. That is a game where there is a big gear check. If you try and play that on the really insane difficulty levels, you are going to die. We learned. Uh, we did that. We that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you we will... put it on Inferno or whatever. That was it a is. mistake. That was yeah. a mistake. Yes, good, but then we switched shit. to hard, and that's when we started getting the cool shit. Yeah, so, I, we did start the, getting the, drop... the cool shit. The difficulty definitely ramped like quite noticeably. Yeah, a lot of it is just straight up gear check. Like there's levels of uh, you know you can get levels of weapons, but there's also mm -hmm. weapon types, and the really cool shit drops on the higher difficulty levels. You know, so it if you are able to find a mission that you can do on hard or very hard, and just kind of farm it for for silly gear drops, you can eventually get some really good shit. And then and then use that. Uh, but there's also the idea of farming armor, which is permanent HP. You know, every time you grab an armor crate, that's one permanent health that you get for your character, and you mm. kind of need that on the higher difficulty levels because you take like one swing, it'll be like it'll just kill you if you don't have enough HP. So there is that to it. That game also has a shit ton of missions. I don't know if you've noticed, there is a lot of them. Yeah, <sighs> huge amount of content. Just don't play any of the underground ones. They are not fun. Like they are. They've never been good. I don't know why they keep doing them. They're bad in all of the games, but just play anything uh, that's above the ground. The one underground one that we did was hilarious because we were like, where the fuck are we? Exactly. Just like Navigating it is impossible. There's probably a bug stuck in a wall somewhere that can't path to you, and that's why nothing is happening. It's, <laughs> it's, it's right here. It's supposed to be right here. Yeah, I chose yeah. so poorly for that map. I was like, oh, shit. We're going to take on bugs? Awesome. Airstrike? <laughs> no. Next. So we're underground and everything's landing above us. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. I had nothing. So I'm just running behind like, hey, everybody. Yeah. Glad I came to help. Yeah. Worst decision. It, it is a game that does not look that fun when you break it down with its individual mechanics, but it is just a case of, do you like blowing up a lot of things at once? Because that game has a lot of things and those guns are pretty fucking powerful, like insanely powerful. You know, you mm. want a multi-launcher, grenade launcher that fires, like, 40 grenades at once? Sure, that's mid-tier. You know, that's no problem. You can get that. You know, it, it's insanity. Complete insanity. I enjoyed it immensely. I think some of the loot drops, like you were talking about, a lot of stuff is just... Junk. Utter weird. junk. Yeah. Like, the loot, the loot drops, 
there'd be times where I'd get, uh, I think if you go watch the video, there's one point where I get three of the same thing, level 20. And I'm like, yeah. What's the point of that? Yeah, <laughs> they could really do with reworking that system. It's very random. And a lot of those games are just, a lot of the guns are just shit. Like, he's like, I'm going to try this. And like, no, there's um the infamous tortoise missile that travels so fucking slowly that it may never hit what you're trying to go for because that thing is moving faster than the missile is. It's just like, right. why Why is this gun in the fucking game? <laughs> but it, it does have some really fun weapons, I have to admit. It's a dumb game. And it's very it fun. is, yes. but it's very fun. Yes. Very fun, dumb game. In a good way. In a, huh. Yeah, in a great way. What else, man? I haven't played Shadow Warrior yet because I'm saving I, that. I played a little bit of it. I'm gonna. I'll talk a little bit about it after the break. Uh, right. I, cause, I mean, I played a bunch of the preview build, and now I've played a bunch of the the full build. I haven't played multiplayer co-op yet, although I'm not sure how much that's really going to add to it. Uh, but there are there are a couple of issues that I thought might crop up with that game that kind of have, which is unfortunate. I think it's going to be very divisive to those that like the previous one. Uh, but I'll talk about that after the break. Actually, we're, we're about yeah, it's about time for a break. Let's do that. Okay. Let's do okay. that. Then we come back. We'll talk a little bit more about the games we've been playing this week. Our sponsor this week: Squarespace.com/cooptional. Ladies and gentlemen, get ten percent off your first order. Squarespace.com/cooptional. We have yeah. re-signed our contract with Squarespace. That means more ad scripts. Yay! Uh, this one's a doozy. I promise. This is this is an awful. <laughs> I strongly disagree. It, I think it, it's carried by your VO. Let me put it that way. It's not carried Thank by you. the VO. So, Thank you. Yeah. You, there, is, there has never been a more Starbucks black metal voice. And there never will be again. So we're going to listen <laughs> to that. We'll be right back after the break, folks. Do not go anywhere. Please. Dodger, I'm not really the sort of person to mention this, but I've been a little bit concerned about your health lately. I really don't comprehend your meaning. Well, firstly, that. Uh, secondly, I wasn't aware that there was a shade of pale beyond sickly gross nerd, but you seem to have achieved it. Oh, this? This is corpse paint. Wait, corpse paint? Oh, in this castle of lies we call a world, I refuse to show my true face. The eyes of deceit and ignorant idolatry are everywhere. Can I ask what brought this on? It is time to return to a simpler life. A time before the sickening green light. A time before the never-ending tsunami of pain. The time before the software of spite. This is about the Steam release list section, isn't it? Look, we can shorten the segment if you want. It's not really that big a deal. No. The world must know of the rotting heart that beats within, and once aware, be prepared for the cleansing frost of the frigid storm as icy as my veins. I have a sweater here if you need- We must start a black metal band. Oh, yes, a much more logical solution, but let's be honest, nobody around the office has any musical talent. Yes, they will name me Corpsigator Varghyman Third. They very well might, but- uh, who's they? You don't have any other band members. As much as I hate to admit it, you are correct. None here possess the frostbitten determination to join such a group. Well, why don't you set up a website using squarespace.com slash cooptional? You can showcase your demo tracks, recruit new members, and of course have a place to show off your incomprehensible band logo. You can even get 10% of your first order at squarespace.com slash cooptional if you sign up today. Such a thing could not be. Time is of the essence. To lustfully worship the inverted moon goat upon its throne of ice and snow is a time-consuming task. 
Well, thankfully, Squarespace doesn't require any actual talent to use, and you can set up a website in just minutes. It's got plenty of professional templates to get you started, and what you see is what you get, with intuitive editing and easy-to-use functionality. You can save even more time by picking up your domain name at the same time with new Squarespace domains. No hidden fees, no missing features, and of course, complete privacy to ensure your stage name will never be compromised. The recruitment of those who will bring the final Ragnarok upon this wretched world is at hand. Squarespace.com slash cooptional shall be the unholy vessel of deliverance in my 90-minute concept album, The Chorus of the End. Well, good job you won't have any storage issues with Squarespace. Uh, what's it about, anyway? It is beyond your mere mortal comprehension. Is, is that an axe? Maybe. Squarespace, build a website for whatever you like. Portfolios, storefronts, resumes, 98 minutes with drum blast beats accompanied by the faint sound of distressed goat in the frigid distance. Anything is possible with a website from Squarespace. Squarespace, set your website apart. Put the axe down! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast! Uh, I forgot we were going to do a costume change. I put oh. my stuff away because I didn't want to. You didn't put your corpse paint on. I don't know what the fuck. I know, right? Yeah, really Thank disappointing. You. From, from the resident edgelord to all of you. Mm, Indeed. Yes. Mm. So there was a reference within that ad that nobody got, and I don't really blame him because there is a black metal band that does nothing. They are a, uh, they are an acoustic black metal band. Yes. Uh, Go on. I love this already. Yes. Uh, this gets it gets better. Uh, they go by the name of Impaled Northern Moon Forest. Of course. Of course. Now, there you need to start to have a look at uh, the the wonderful album art from Pale Northern Moon Forest. What the it, fuck? It's all done in MS Paint. Uh, so basically, it is a very very lo-fi very short selection of black metal tracks recorded with an acoustic guitar with very, very long titles. Such okay. as, uh, Summoning the unholy frozen winter demons to the grimmest and most frostbitten inverted forest of Asbaragoroth. <laughs> uh, and uh, Grim and Frostbitten Gay Bar is a uh, great, you know, classic of theirs. Uh, mm -hmm. Blood lustfully praising Satan's unholy almightiness in the woods at midnight. Uh, lustfully uh, lustfully worshipping the inverted moon goat. Uh, while sitting upon a, let's, uh, what is it? Um, this is a very long title. I've forgotten the whole. Uh, I found the reference. You I found, found the reference. I found, yes. I found our reference. Yeah. Uh, uh, is it? Uh, oh, was that gazing at the blasphemous moon? Uh, no, gazing at the blasphemous moon while perching atop a very, 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 very forsaken crest of the northern mountain is one. Uh, lustfully worshiping the inverted moon goat while skiing down the inverted necro mountain of necro death mortem. Uh, track nine of their classic album, Impale Northern Moon Forest, self-titled, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, the track is about 27 seconds long. It's, oh. a, it's, it's a really wonderful experience that everybody should... In fact, their entire album is 10 minutes, I think. So it's, it's great. Awesome. I can't wait. It's wonderful. Is, is it the time it takes to say the titles is sometimes longer, it's longer than, than the actual, actual songs themselves. Song. Yes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I did not expect anyone to get that reference, nor do I blame them. I used to, when I used to stream music online, uh, just doing shout, you know, it was a shoutcast radio. Every now and again, I'd just slip a song in there and pretend it never happened. <laughs> it's still about twenty seconds long anyway, you know, and then just I'd never mention it again. You were like, still I, doing that when we first met. I, I, was, yeah, I got to listen to some of those. It's good yeah. shit. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you can try. <laughs> In, 
Entranced by the northern impaled necro wizard's blasphemous incantation amidst the agonizing abomination of the lusting necro corpse. Naturally. What? What is, what is what is that song about? Because judging by the title, I can't figure it out. I'm not a hundred percent sure that the ti- that the songs have coherent lyrics per se. <laughs> uh <laughs> Good it is know. mostly just very angry, lo-fi acoustic guitar thrashing with roaring. There's a website that is called weirdestbandintheworld.com, and they just showcase like fucking weird bands, and they Naturally. they were one of their weird bands of the week. It's good. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I found their Wikipedia article, and it appears to be in Polish, which is great. That's um, I don't know what else I expected, really. That's how you know it's getting serious. Absolutely. Great, Ben. Anyway, moving... No, uh, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I found... I found, I found the video for said song, and it's in MSN. Is it the Newgrounds video? It just says it, it's on YouTube, and it the video is them screaming while some guy just strums on the guitar, mm-hmm. and then at a certain point, it sounds like someone mashing buttons on a control pad trying to uh, get out of a QTE. So <laughs> it is, I mean, flawless, really. Utterly yeah. flawless. It's a masterpiece. Everybody, mm-hmm. everybody should go check them out. They're wonderful. So it just sounds like you're playing Resident Evil 5. Yes. Okay. For all intents and purposes. Metal is an extremely serious business, if you hadn't already imagined. Very okay. serious. Speaking of metal and music, yes. Shadow Warrior 2, mm-hmm. uh, I believe Don't Stop Believing is in the game. Uh, awesome. Good to know. It, I think it opens with that, as it turns out. it. Uh, so I played about an hour of it. Uh, a lot of people played the Shadow Warrior 2 sort of demo con build, which is like a kind of open level where you just go and get a bunch of loot and chop things up. And people, for the most part, were pretty happy with it. But they had... Uh, a couple of niggling little doubts, niggling little stuff, things. Okay. Um, specifically, that Shadow Warrior was never really like Borderlands, and yet this time around we've gone for the loot thing. We've gone for the weapon loot thing. We've gone for the customize your weapons thing. We've gone for the side quest thing. We've gone for the more open levels thing. We've gone for the rare mobs thing. We've hmm, and I was a little concerned about it. I admit I did not really run into too many problems with it during the demo build. Unfortunately, there was there was one thing that sort of at the back of my mind, and that's if you're going to have upgradable weapons and loot drops, is it entirely possible that a lot of what you're going to get is going to be junk and is not going to feel good to use? Right. And so far, the answer is some of it, yes. Um... It starts you with a couple of different weapons that, you know, it gives you your sword, which still feels great. You know, the sword play at the start is awesome. It was great in Shadow Warrior 1. It's even better here. You've got procedural cutting and really cool melee moves. That's awesome. Uh, They then start you with a Uzi and a revolver, neither of which are particularly fun to use. And then you start getting mods that drop for them. And they are not interesting upgrades, let me put it that way yet. I have issues with upgrade systems that don't make upgrades meaningful and interesting and really significantly improve the quality of the weapon. And so far, bearing in mind I am only about an hour in, so one would hope the drops are going to get better, I'm noticing things like 3% elemental damage, 5% accuracy, 
Uh, the only interesting mod that I've found so far is a dual wield mod. You know, obviously. It's like, hey, dual Uzis is going to be more fun, right? And it is, sure. But a lot of these little drops, one, they're interrupting the game flow, because every time I get one, I stop the game, go to the inventory and have a look at it, see if there's something I could socket it into. So, And these are dropping relatively regularly. And I'm finding that most of them, yeah, they're upgrades, but they're fucking boring. And the game has a lot of different weapon types, some of which are, you know, really cool. I have about seven or eight weapons already. And I have two kinds of shotgun. I've got like a sawn-off shotgun and a sort of regular pump action. I've got a dual-wheel kind of cyber sword. I have a chainsaw, which is obviously lovely. I have a revolver and like an electric you know, sort of cyber laser revolver thingy. And these are all... The weapons themselves, the base weapon models are good. And they're very well animated. There's one thing I noticed with this game that very few FPS do, and that's have multiple shooting animations for the same weapon. Like, every time you say, uh, the shotgun is a great example. Uh, instead of just the same animation, you know, bang, you know, pump, bang, pump, bang, pump, there'll be different pumping animations, like he'll switch huh. hands, he'll kind of angle his weapon a little bit. Feels uh, very interesting and dynamic. That's uh, fun, I, I love yeah. That. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of fun. Uh, the problem is that when you play something like Shadow Warrior 1 or something like Doom, when you get a weapon pickup, you know that weapon's going to be effective regardless of whether or not you have upgrades, and it's going to feel good to use. The problem is here, it seems like you get the basic weapon model and you're like, this doesn't feel powerful. It's going to feel powerful when I get upgrades for it, but I'm going to have to find them and a lot of them are fucking random and I'm not going to use the gun that I want to use until I can make it feel like it's actually doing real damage. Um, bullet sponging seems to be an issue. The upgrading so far has been very marginal. And I think that a game like Doom in particular demonstrated how you do upgrades in a game while keeping every weapon feeling great, feeling powerful. Those upgrades were significant, they would change your playstyle, and the pace that you got them was nice. You didn't you barely stopped. Like you this game stops you all the time because you're getting mm. loot drops all the time. No. But like but like Do you have to look? <laughs> I mean, like, you like don't, imagine, but you really feel like you have friend. to, right? Imagine you're playing with a friend and you just want to like play through the game mm -hmm. and see the crazy story and murder shit. Is it still good then? There's there's definitely a crazy story. The voice acting is super cheese. Um, they've gone, they've taken the cheese from Shadow Warrior and amped it up even more, and I love that. You know, the main character is is great. The relationship with the kind of thing that you get attached your soul gets attached to is also great but i'm feeling like i'm constantly being told to stop check what weird fucking essence of blah 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 i just got because a lot of it's not obvious either like it's mm. the weird names things that's not you know, things that you wouldn't immediately know upon picking up what it was so you're encouraged to go your inventory to have a look at it but like what if you didn't and you just beat the level and then looked. Yeah. Uh, what, if, if you've you got, that? if you've already got a good gun that will actually do it, great. And then you start to run into enemies that have like a fucking elemental resistance to the gun that you like, and suddenly your weapon's doing fuck all damage, and you're like, I've got to switch out. I've got to recustomize and all that kind of thing. 
you you could resist it. You could, but the what game about, is not like, encouraging you to resist the urge to look at your inventory on a regular basis. Does mm. it have anything to do with the story from the first game? Uh, it's a continuation, yeah. It's five years on. Cool. All right. Because that was yeah. like, that was a game that for the first three-fourths of the game, you're like, this is silly and crazy. And the last fourth, you're like, this is the saddest shit I've ever played. <laughs> they they definitely uh, it feels a lot more uh, lighthearted certainly in the in the early levels. You um, say the, that that's what I thought about the last one, and then it became were good. sad. And it became sad. I they make you cry. You know, and look, the ending was very sad. I think really that the the reason it's gone the way that it has. I wonder if this. You know, I wonder if Doom factored in to the developers really going all in on this looter shooter idea because if you were to compare you know shadow warrior 2 to doom it wouldn't compare that well i think that doom is not going to be beaten this year in terms of first person shooters and single player like it's it's this year's wolfenstein it's fucking phenomenal it feels great to play shadow warrior was probably never going to beat that so it makes me think that they're trying to differentiate in some way and people do like their loot, don't get me wrong. The problem I have with most looter shooters is their loot is fucking boring. Like, The Division had the same problem. It's like percentage, little percentage increases. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. That's not a f- fun, cool thing to get dropped. Yeah. I want something that significantly changes the way that my weapon acts. When all of the weapons just blend together and you're like, why the fuck are you wasting my time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, Yeah. Yeah, uh, weapons always yeah. felt powerful in Doom. All uh, they all do. I I know that they were going for a looter shooter thing for you know way before Doom came out, of course. But you you know this game has also been in development for a good few extra months, and one has to wonder if they they went all out on that aspect later in development because of you know they looked at Doom and they're like, oh god, you know we can't make something this smooth, we can't make something this elegant, we can't make something that feels this good. Let's go in a different direction. I'm, I'm hoping it gets better later on because, like, to me, I wish the loot just wasn't there. Like, I just want to play through some levels, blow up some demons, chop some demons at little pieces, maybe learn some new skills, maybe get some modular upgrades for my guns eventually that really change the nature of them, a la Doom. Mm. I don't want to be marginally upgrading them constantly it doesn't feel it feels like i'm being constantly interrupted and forced into a spreadsheet instead of blowing shit up and really getting i can't get into the rhythm i just i can't get into the fucking rhythm shadow warrior had a, a good weapon upgrade system the original one you know that had a doom like upgrade system that felt good and this is like hey look at all this and you think well oh that's weapon customization but is it like you're just kind of slapping on whatever crap you get that gets dropped, and then you'll replace it later if you get something better. I don't think you're necessarily customizing a weapon because I don't think you necessarily have the choice. It's too random in the sense of what you get, and right. the upgrades are so marginal. I'm just not that. I'm not that into it right now. That's too bad. I mean, I think a lot of people are really going to like it because they love the looter shooter thing, and not many games do it all that well. Yeah. And but I just feel without the looter shooter, it would have been perfectly fine on its own. And you know, keep the pacing up. Don't interrupt me all the time. Let me let me get into that rhythm of shooting things. Let me get into the shooter trance. I like to call it. Right. Doom had the shooter trance. Doom had a phenomenal shooter trance. This takes you out of the shooter trance so fucking often because of loot that 
I'm not enjoying it as much as I had hoped so far, anyway. Mm. Well, I, think I mean, it is only an hour in, so... Yeah, I, it could get a lot better. It, it definitely could, and I'm going to definitely uh, pursue it and keep playing it, because the rest of it is fine, the sense of humor is great, the fact that my character just bursts into song in the middle of slaughtering demons is, is wonderful, uh, quoting musicals, and he's... I mean, he's a cheese right. ball. He's a wonderful, right. wonderful right. cheese ball. Yeah. That's great. You know, it, right. in a world right. where Duke Nukem is irrelevant, you know, <laughs> Mr. Wang is the new Duke Nukem, I feel, mm. you know. And he's all, he's awesome to hear, and he's awesome to see interact with all the other characters, especially the ones that are super serious about everything. And there's a lot of silliness in that game. I just... But does he chew bubblegum? I have no idea. No, he's all out of bubblegum. But he's here to kick some ass. (laughs) Rest of the game seems, you know, it's fine. It's, But that loot system might be what kills the interest for me. And I was a bit concerned when I first saw it that it could. Um, So, hmm. I don't know. And people saying, hey, you know, it's got a co-op mode. It does. I mean, and there are definitely some uh, upgrades you can get for your weapons that will help co-op-wise, like, you know, aura healing and things like that. And you know, being able to exploit elemental More resistances, healing. just like Borderlands. But the problem mm-hmm. with that is that I always feel like if you uh, have a game with too many upgrades in it, that means that the initial weapons have to be shit so that they feel better when they're upgraded. Right. I'd rather they feel good to begin with. Mm-hmm. And some of them don't. That said, there are 75 different fucking weapon types, so maybe there are just ones that I haven't found <laughs> yet that I like the feel of. Right. You know? uh, the, some of them I just... Mm, I don't know. I've... I have my doubts. I'm going to have to persevere with it and, and get through that. The obsession with adding loot to games that don't really need it is starting to bother me a little bit. You can have loot drops. It's 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 the same old uh, Diablo 3 problem. Back before Diablo 3 made its loot good, you were getting yeah. too much shit. Too much and trash. it was all shit. Yeah. yeah. And it was slowing you down. Are, are we talking about EDF again? Uh, I mean, EDF has that problem too, I have to admit. But of course, you can't check your loot drops before the end of a level in that game. Yeah, so, that's true, that's true. You know, that, that's, that's a big thing. With this, you, you're constantly stopping to, to tweak and shit. And I'm like, Ew. I don't know about that. Mm. Uh, on the plus side, it does run really, really well. It looks really good. The animations are excellent in that game. Uh, the reload animations are hilarious. They don't even bother trying to be realistic, especially when you're dual wielding something. It's like... Yeah, the the magazines just float into the guns and he spins them around a little bit and throws shells in the air and does all sorts of crazy shit. Now, the game definitely doesn't take itself too seriously. It's just that loot system, I think, might be an albatross around its neck a bit. We'll see. I'll play a bit more. Don't don't call it a condemnation of the game yet. It just, the start of it has given me doubts and I'm... Uh, I, it's okay, I, Jesse. We'll make it work. We will. We'll make it, it'll be fine. <laughs> I, ain't even, I am gonna look at the loot. I am nope. gonna. Look. I mean, maybe, maybe if like some cool jobs like a dolphin gun or something, then I'll look. Oh, at the it's dolphin! Oh, dolphin yeah. gun! Dolphin, that'd be cool. I mean, I don't know if it is. <laughs> oh, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. They've they've already shown some quite silly base models for guns. It's, it, the, the the base models for the guns are well designed. It's just that you're they're then expected to basically gem them up with fucking upgrades and shit that change their attributes. We've been playing a lot of Warcraft. We not do that shit. Mm-hmm. Dog, I was in the BC yeah. era when gems were introduced. Son. Yeah, gems were fucking boring, though, weren't they? Like, I found gems, oh, gems to be... Gems were just necessary. 
Like, it was never interesting to gem up an item. It was just, you had to. You had to, yeah. It was ticking a box. Um, and I don't... That's If that's what loot has become, then to hell with loot, in my eyes. I'm gonna to hell with loot. To hell, to hell with loot. loot. I'll never agree to that. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm going to be I'm looking so at it. <laughs> yeah, I can't agree with that. Good loot. Interesting loot. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather have less loot drops that are cool than a shit ton of loot drops that are not in any way interesting. Yeah, it's kind of like like games that have like, you know, five different types of handguns that all look the same, but it's like this one's called a 1911, but this one's called a 144. Yeah. It's like, oh, ah, the famous 144, yeah, yes. you know, oh, made, made famous in the Korean War, the 144, yes. 144 <laughs> yeah, the Korean War. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm not, I'm not sold on it yet. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I, I hope, I hope it, I hope it gets better. Listen, as long as it's not Borderlands Two, I'll be happy. I just it, didn't like it. It, it, the, it is, but no, don't a, say that. No, a little, stop. A little more directed. A little more directed. Definitely <sighs> say these things. Is it filled with a bunch of fucking memes? Uh, memes, no, they're memes. mostly old 80s and doggies? 90s references. This, okay, this, okay. this is this is one thing that I prefer, you know, because uh, Shadow Warrior has always been full of, of pop... Uh, I mean, I'd say pop culture references, but it's very 80s and 90s. You know, if you if you were into silly action movies of the time, that's what that game has you know, always been about. And this one is like that too. So okay. no, it's, it's, not, it's not full of the memes. You don't need to worry about that. All right, that, that's good. I'm glad. Thank you yeah. for for making myself feel more calm in this yep. very chaotic environment. He's lying to you, Cry. It's Fuck! Not, it's not of the memes. No, it isn't. It's, I promise you. Overflowing with memes. It's not. Oh, no, Long Cat's coming. Long Cat. Oh, shit. They replaced him with Long Cat. Long Wang. Long Wang. <laughs> I mean, the dick jokes are they're in spades. It's, well, they have to I'm be. Of course sure. they are. <laughs> yeah. It, it's got a great fucking soundtrack, though. I'll give it that. It, Is it like synth or like what? Oh, uh, rock, metal, cheese, cheese ball. Don't stop believing. Literally in the game. Yeah. Oh, don't stop believing. We're going to have fun with that copyright strike issues. Uh, <laughs> just avoid the opening cutscene. You should be fine. It's, Not me. Fuck it. It's, it's, oh, you're going crazy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll play some more. I'll play some more. I you know, there's there's a lot of stuff that's good in it. I just I'm I'm feeling like unenthusiastic because of that one thing. That might be my hang up on it. We'll see. You don't say. You don't uh, say. Yeah. After thirty minutes of saying that's my hang up on it. Yes. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, did you get the did I communicate that effectively to you? I feel like you did. I Good. feel like you did. Th- through mm-hmm. allegory and metaphor, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um I played Burly Men at Sea. I would love to hear Burly about Burly Men at Sea. Tell me more. It's cute. It's a it's a very cute game. I got it on my phone. Um in the story, it's 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 just like a little story game that has lots of different endings to it. You I like those. Are, yeah, you're controlling three burly men who want to go on an adventure. At sea. And at sea, yeah. And so you go out to sea, and depending on what you choose to do, 
you wind up in a different adventure. And it's a different adventure game. game. I love those. Oh, it's cute. cute. Is it's it it's really cute. It's really simple. I played. I did my first playthrough of it, playthrough, in bed in like twenty minutes. Something it's like that. It's not out on mobile yet, is it? It is. That's is that's it? how I played oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That seems like a perfect mobile game. Yeah. yeah. Is it a sorcery? Uh, you. I, oh, I've. You fight in sorcery, don't you? Uh, yeah. Sorcery has a combat system. It's, yeah. You don't fight in Burly Men at Sea at all. Yeah. Okay, this is just pure. Just you literally pure story here's, choice. Here's, yeah, your action in this game is to like hold down on one side to like make them walk in a direction <laughs> uh, and make choices. So yeah, and then you yeah. make choices when they occur. But so sorcery is excellent, by the way. Sorcery is fucking awesome, but it's just, this is not like that. I see. Okay. What was the one that's like Tinder, but it's rains. 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 Yeah, had a lot of fun with that one. I keep I keep trying to remind myself to get that on my phone for oh, just it's, like it's when I'm great. sitting around. Rains is I, Rains is lovely. I have some really good runs, then suddenly I die the next day when I oh, first totally. start. It's great. Yeah, it's like I fucked this up horribly. Yeah, it's that's that, that that's a great game though. Like I ha I literally had a king the first day. It's like, well, let's have a party. You were poison or some shit. You're dead. Like, yeah, because uh, you made yeah, everyone too happy the and then king. you like died. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> That's the hardest lesson to learn is that you, when you first start playing, you're like, oh, well, don't let it deplete all the way. But really, keep everything in the middle. Because the minute yes. people get too happy, you get fucked too. You're like, what? Yeah. Why, Why are you so happy good. that you dethroned me? Like, no. Because they're so happy they don't think they need you anymore, Jesse. Well, like, some of them make sense. Like, if the army is too powerful, then they depose Kudita. you. Yeah, yeah sure. If the military, or if the church is too powerful, they depose. Like, those make sense. But, like, if the people are too happy, they're just like, fuck the king. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> Excuse me, what? what? What about the too much money, though? That seems also kind of weird. Uh, that's when the, like, guilds, all the uh, merchant mercantile guilds take over. Yeah. Oh. Like yeah, basically, it, it becomes like a horrible capitalist kind of merchant state where you lose all your power because people outspend you. Yeah, that there's some of them where you don't die. Some they just kick you out. They're like, "We don't need you here anymore." You're like, "Well, okay." Yeah, but I'm your discovering king. all the different ways to die in that game is is yeah. fun. And then your dog, and then your your, your demon dog that everyone's oh. like, <laughs> "I am Satan." I'm coming yeah. back in many years to see what's going on. Uh, choose your own adventure games. I I do like them when when they're well mm -hmm. when they're well done. This one is it's really short. It's really cute. I think there are like six different potential adventures you can go on so i've only done one of them and it was it's it's just a simple adorable game sure why yeah. not oh, there was uh, one actually about like romeo and juliet or something something like that i don't, I don't we know we talked like about that on the show a while ago didn't we i felt like there was mm -hmm. um yeah it was like a, a choose your own adventure game that was inspired by something shakespearean I don't remember the actual I can't remember story. The name of it. Was it Hamlet? I don't think it was. There, there I don't are a bunch of those uh, of choose adventure games that are text based. Like yeah, Hamlet, that is true. I played the Hamlet one where I decided to make uh, Ophelia the main character. <laughs> awesome. Which was nice. awesome. And so, like, I did. Like, that one's really fun because the beginning, uh, you can be the ghost dad and be like, hey, Hamlet, I'm here. You know what? Actually, F it. Go off on your own adventure. <laughs> you go yeah. with my kid. And go like try to solve your own murder, which is pretty cool. That's yeah, one of the things I really liked about. Um, there's a there's like a, a it's technically a dating sim, I guess, but there's a game where you play Cinderella, and you can take that game in so many fucking weird directions. Just like, no, I don't, I don't want to go to the ball. Fuck it. And I'm like, oh, okay. 
Those are oh, those that, you talk about Jesse was to be or not to be. That's to be or not to be. Yes, yes. that's actually go. pretty fun. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Like it's not like too big. There's like a few graphics here and there, but it's mostly text. It's like a text-based adventure, but it's mm. it's super silly. Yeah, um, a, that's all about killing off like the characters that. in hilarious Wait, ways. Wait, is it isn't the same? It? Wait, is hold it? up. Wait, oh, oh. to be or not Could to be. be. It's by tin, it's by Tin Man. Tin Man uh, have done a. Tin Man were not responsible for sorcery, but they're actually responsible for a shitload of. Uh, it is. It's the same. Oh my god, that's so funny! I had no idea that it was okay. So originally, that game is a book. It's, it's a... an actual book, then. Ah, interesting. I did not know oh, that. Oh no, Mikasa, I'm so sorry. It's this book. Oh, there you oh. go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah, right. That's it, it that's, that's totally really what it is. It's huge. It's awesome. It's got lots of different artists like helped make it, and that's yeah. so weird. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you own it. There you yeah. go. Yeah. That's cool. definitely a thing. I played a little uh, game by the name of Demon Truck. Um, another well. truck game. The problem another is, fucking truck game. Yeah, that game kept me interested for about 15 minutes. So I'm like, I think I'm done now. It. It has a great soundtrack because um, who does it? Uh, Zircon does the soundtrack to it, and I love his cool. music. Uh, the problem is that game is a little more than you are this truck in hell with guns on it. It kind of drives itself. You shoot on. and you speed up to ram through things. And the further you get, the more upgrades you get for your truck. But then when you die, you sort of start again, and that's it. I'm like, uh. right. Uh, so why am I continuing to play it? I, I felt like I'd experienced everything the game had to offer in 10 minutes. Right. It's like, yeah. uh, okay. That, I mean, sure. It's got no substance, which is a shame. <laughs> uh, you know, because it's presented well and it's a fun idea, but it seems it's got, it's got no fucking substance to it. Uh, I was like, I, just, I play this yes, for free that. for a little while. Wouldn't pay for it. There's a nice slogan of it: a 666-bit cartridge. Yeah, that's that's oh. cute, but it's, it's cute. It's it's you know Satan cute. Yeah, that's so scary. <laughs> yeah, a uh, big pile of meh as far as I'm concerned, which is a shame. Like a lot of potential to that didn't really go anywhere. If you, know, you want to play a slightly bizarre, uh, but essentially bejeweled game. Uh, I played Beglitched. Beglitched. We talked about that on the release list last week, didn't we? And yeah, that's I, right, you we said did. it would be uh, right up your alley. I, you did it. Did you do it for Fan Friday? I think. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, Beglitched is a game where you, the player, discover a computer, and there's a glitch witch hacker who's like, "Yo, that's my computer. Uh, since you found it, I'm gonna take a vacation. Just handle the network for me." And the way it works, besides being a really strange. Like, there's a part of the game where you unlock files on the computer, and they're all very weird, like, rules and slogans and riddles, and you're like, what does that have to do with anything? And then there are files you can't get access to unless you unlock other things down the line. So there's a mystery to this game. Hmm. But at its core, uh, you are going through... If you remember in Jurassic Park, when she's like, it's Unix, I know this, and she starts flying through a city. <laughs> yeah. You're essentially doing that where you're going from like block to block to block and there's a Defeating mini game. hackers with match three somehow. Yeah, yeah. But but there's a mini game of you moving through blocks because each block has the potential to have a reward in it, have mm. money, mm. have something. In it. But the block doesn't tell you what's there. All the blocks around it tell you what it has the possibility to be. Okay. So you have to do okay. which blocks are what by what is around them. So like if 
there's a block surrounded by one that looks like a landmine and one that looks like a like a flower, whatever. You have to figure out what the block you're on is before you decide, all right, well, let's inspect this block or else it could hurt you, right? So, okay. okay. Then there's the, the, the hackers who are on this server as well. And the hackers are just represented by, you know, little animals and things. And little animal hackers. Yeah, like like one of the first guys you meet is just an elephant. And I so mean, the background is nothing but ducks, <laughs> from what I can tell here. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> you're probably on DuckNet, I believe, is the name of that server. Well, uh, that it's, makes sense. It's run by a duck. It's run by an evil duck king. Perfect. <laughs> um, and so when you fight them in the match three, the way it works is that each of the symbols give you a benefit, and the bad guy moves around the entire time. So. Uh, the one symbol looks like a computer. If you click on it, it tells you how far away from that spot the person is. The one symbol looks like a radar, or not like a compass, will point at the direction of where the person's at. And then if you match those, they'll give you a, like match three of the compass, they'll give you a better version of the compass that will actually move and follow them where they move. Um, mm. The batteries give you power that lets you click on actual things. And then... Um, I'm trying to think what the other one's called, but basically it gives you the ability to do more turns because what happens is after your turns are all up and you have no ability to get more, they attack you and hit you. And, and so uh, what happens is you're competing against time and this grid and the enemy to uh, defeat them. That I, sounds I, super fun. Yeah, I thought it was really clever. And um, it, eventually the first two levels – the, the bad guys only have one life, but eventually they start having three, five lives. And so it becomes really difficult to try and hunt them down and kill them and manage all these, these match three things because you want to not only follow them, but also keep them from attacking. So you want to match enough where you can keep going and your turn will keep going and going and going rather than it ticking down to zero and screwing you over. So it's, it's pretty interesting. I think the underlying... There's a mystery. There's something weird going on. Yeah, that, I got that feel from it. Right? Yeah. Right. There's definitely some bizarre... Because there's one area where you go to that's like a forum. And as you go through the forum, you start talking to people. And you notice some areas are blocked off. And some areas are... Like, people pull you back like you don't want to go in there. Like, you don't want to see what that is. And one guy's like, oh, no. Like, we should totally go in here. And then another little mouse pops up. And it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so... <laughs> They're like leading you someplace and you end up in your own computer in a file that the glitch witch deleted. And you're like, what the hell is this about? And it's just like random, weird, bizarre quotes. So there's something going on here more than just the match three. I'm very interested to see what it is. That just reminded me that I didn't play that Shenzhen IO game. I really yeah, you meant to play that, didn't you? I, yeah, I went to go and find it because I was like, fuck, what was the name of that game? <laughs> Next time. Next time we chitty chat, I'll be like, I played a game where you learn how to make electronics boards. Oh, that's true. I forgot you were going to play that. She you didn't. promised she let us all down. nerd out, and you didn't. I know. Next time. I'm sorry. I let everybody down. Indeed, fault. you did. It's okay. There's some Classic interesting... dudes. Mm. Classic. Some interesting releases, the whole like, team down. That popped out today. Uh, I'm, I'll probably go back to Sunless Sea because Submariner is out now. The big dlc for sunless sea oh huh. i played that game and I, did you do a video on it, tv i yeah, actively I tried to do a fan friday on that game and i just couldn't make it like it's super entertaining it's not a, no and, it's and a it very slow paced game you it's yeah, not a it's really slow you got to actually edit that you know 
Uh, yeah. If you're going to make a video, an actual video of it, you need to edit out because there's there's a lot of bits where you're just calmly sailing through the ocean and then there'll be a little bit of story, a little bit more story. Uh, world building in that game is second to none. It's not a fast-paced game at all. Right. It's it's not probably not a very fun game to watch played. But to play, I had a great time playing. Like, if it was just me alone playing it without having to be like, and now I'm doing the voice of the old captain or whatever the fuck, <laughs> it would be fun because it's just you're like planning and moving and like, all right, well, I don't have this much fuel left, so I got to do this, this, and this in order to get right. back. There's a lot of that thought process that if you're trying to like also entertain a watcher, it's just not going to no. happen. No. So, yeah, I found that playing it just by myself, I had a lot of fun playing it. Trying to make a video out of it, I was like, I don't know that this is possible. <laughs> not not without. It really hard. It, it was a tricky game. Not an easy one. Uh, it did like to kill you a lot. I will say that. Yeah. It was a difficult game to progress in, but it was a wonderful oh, game to explore. It was a very cool. It's a very cool, unique universe. So yes. to see that they brought out, you know, a serious expansion to it is excellent. I'm looking forward to giving that a try. A bunch of new places. You can convert your ship into a submarine and dive in, you know, dive under the sea. I don't imagine I would want to do that considering you'll probably get eaten by a giant old god or some description if you do it. <laughs> Naturally, but. yeah. But yeah. Some of the things you could end up doing just randomly were great. Like one point I was playing and I ended up being teleported across the map to like a frozen throne or some shit. and was like, how do I get back? Like, I would go across the world. I was like, oh, okay. And there's like dark gods and shit chasing me. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I'm in a level like one boat. I uh, <laughs> am horribly ill prepared for this. I was you... murdered so quickly. I was like, oh, all right then. I it's, it's a wonderful world to explore. You know, mechanically, it is not that complex, but world building wise, it's one of those few games that made me really interested to visit the next port and find out what crazy story I'd come across. That would yeah, that's it's a great game for that. Hmm. It seems like the, a really nice game if like you just got if it's like late at night and you got nothing else to do and no one's gonna be bugging you, just like get lost. You can just zone into a game. That's the best feeling. That's that's currently me with Massive Orion, and then a couple of weeks that's gonna be me with Civilization Six. I know how this works. Those are my chill games. I'm just like I'm gonna sit here and just build twelve thousand ships and. <laughs> fucking max out all my uh technology and just not worry about life and just lean back in my chair as like slouchy as possible just like oh yeah <laughs> i'm the king baby i'm the king yeah i love those games those are my chill games and and it, league of explorers what that game was I'm renowned to explorers. That one. The one that came out you made it your explorer team yes that's what i explorers. played for a few days that was just like oh yeah let's go let's, let's go on an adventure yeah, it was a good adventures. It's a great game. Excellent game. Yeah. <laughs> huh. I mean, like, all right, listen. So I know this is gonna sound crazy, but I, uh -huh. I, played, this, I played this game recently. I'm sure I don't know if you guys heard it. It's this little weird game. It's called it's called called Five Nights at Freddy's. No, <sighs> stop. Hold yeah. on, pause. Scare yeah. Games God, we just played this. Three two nights ago. What, sister, sister location. Sister location. Sister location. Cry. I can actually talk about this with you. I <laughs> played it. Yeah. The first yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's I played since the first one. Uh -huh. I actually fucking played it. Yeah. Yeah. How'd it go? How'd it go? How'd you like it? You know, I got some thoughts. Um, mm -hmm. all the reviews that were like, "This game is not your normal jump scare game." 
this game, there's some depth to it, and it's really interesting. <gasps> there's some cool moments where you can discover things in the game, and there's like hidden secrets. You're like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it is a giant. It's basically the longest 30 minute game you'll ever play. <laughs> okay. Really is what it is. Perfect okay. Example. Uh, night two, I think. It's either, I think it's night two. Uh, maybe, look, fuck it. Night three is the exact same way. It doesn't matter. So <laughs> I'll go to night three because even more frustrating. Night three is you are told, hey, you have to go across this room, one of the containment rooms. You have to sneak across the floor, and we're going to give you a beacon, this flashing beacon. Oh, yeah, yeah. The beacon's going to show you where the door is. But you don't want to flash it too much. You don't want to run too fast because there's someone else in there. And so, you know, just like take it slow. And so you end up having to crawl across the floor with this beacon flashing. And it flashes so quickly that most of the time you don't see anything. And half the time you see, oh, well, there's the door. So like, I guess I'm in the right direction. And then it'll flash and there'll be like one of the robots right there. You're like, oh, shit, stand still. But it's very slow, very methodical. You're just trying to get to this door. Right. You get through this area. You get to the door. You open the door up. And now you're in one of the games, the mini game things. And this time it's, there are buttons on a Freddy that you have to press in order to open up Freddy. And you have mm-hmm. to, you're basically trying to like, re, like take out parts of him because you're doing the maintenance on a, on a Freddy Osbear. And you, um, like, start pushing buttons on it and he starts springing open. There's a few like spring jump scares, right? But then at one point there's a little hand puppet that vanishes and it like scurries around the room and you have to like catch it. But it has to sort of peer, like if you shine a light on it, it disappears. So you have to like keep the light off of it, but at the same time have it just so you can see kind of where it's at when it comes up and peeks out. Cause it has a button on its chest you have to press. If you press anything else on that motherfucker, instant jump scare, instant failure. And, if you, and so here's the problem. Half the time, you can't see him, and so he'll just jump out and kill you anyway. Mm-hmm. Half the time, he pops up and will not show his bow tie. So you're like, what the fuck? And if you fail, restart back to, now I have to crawl through that room again. Crawl, methodically crawl through that room. Then try it again. If you fail, back again. Methodically <laughs> crawl through the room. Literally, some like it's a 30-minute game that lasts four hours it is yeah. so Jesus. frustrating i was like this is why i don't play five minutes Freddy's. i actually rage quit at that exact part because it's <laughs> so fucking tedious every right? time like like and it's one of those things where because they don't explain the puzzles to you you don't quite know exactly what you're supposed to be doing so the mm-hmm. second puzzle is literally like you have to pull up a screen and, and get like power up rooms so you have to get the percentages up but at the same time the guy's trying to kill you so you have to like put it up put it down but when it's down the percentages slowly drop you're like okay so i have to hold it up long enough to keep it going but bring it down fast enough to stop the guy from killing me but you don't know exactly like the game says there's a button you can press where this voice is like it's basically dodger like don't worry silly it'll be okay and that calms down that calms down the bear okay problem is that the the bear you're supposed to have it on like green um danger warning there's a little bar at the top Mm mm-hmm the minute you put up the thing in front of your face, it jumps two. It goes from green up to two, and three is when he's going to kill you. So literally, figuring that out was, like, all we did, we were like, all right, let's just try to get 25% each time. Let's go 25 points out. That doesn't sound fun. 
These it games was, never sound fun. No, they don't. <laughs> so, I, I have never so seen the appeal, honestly. Here's the, here's the fun part. The fun part for me was there is a voice that talks to you, and it's very creepy and very weird. Is and it at the one, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at one point, uh, well, also the, the main VO, like the robot talking to you, the yeah, entire time yeah. is really entertaining. Like, it's very, very funny. Um, but the girl who talks to you, the really creepy girl, if you explore her, like there's one part of the game where it's like, you don't need to go into this room right now. So if you actually do, and then you explore around, then you go into like a hidey hole, you get a scene that's pretty interesting. And there's a lot of lore there. And I get why game theory and all those people obsess over it. Cause there's something greater than the shit you're playing in this game, mm-hmm. but it's still a shit game. <laughs> my exact opinion. The game. game is horrible, but the story is genuinely interesting to me. Yes. Yeah. So I'm just going to wait for Mr. Matt Pat to get his shit together. <laughs> that to tell you all the shit and then. Not handle. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Night four. This is where we had to stop. And we were like, let's just play again on Thursday. So we got up to night four. Yeah, full of spoilers here, by the way. That's quite definitely no spoilers. It's just about right. the actual like uh, uh, puzzle. Um, um, how, how is the solution to a puzzle not a spoiler? No, it's not the solution. It's not the solution. It is an unsolvable puzzle. Here's the problem. The dev, if you go to the patch notes, literally is like, so we patched out uh, the fourth puzzle and changed that a little bit because that was really hard to solve. And, uh, you know, if you solved it, congrats. You're amazing. Like, literally the puzzle was an unsolvable puzzle. So even the patched version is a nonsensical mess. Like, it's just, it's one of those things where the puzzles have no instructions, so you're already spending half the time trying to figure out what the basic instructional part of the puzzle is. What, like, the goal even is. Yes. Yeah. That is half this game. So, really, it's a four-hour, 15-minute game. Really, at its core, it is a really, really short game that has nothing to do, like, in the game. It's just go to a room crawl through a room do a puzzle go to a vent crawl through a vent do a puzzle and then that's pretty much it except it's drawn out it's i read the reviews they're just like this is they've changed the game five ready <laughs> sister location has changed the game and this will blow your fucking mind we were all excited going into playing this like oh shit maybe this will be different and like really exciting and stuff no kind of interesting <laughs> few scares but really pretty good it sounds like it is yeah. definitely different from the first one i mean you get to crawl that's good yeah that's yeah you you're move moving, around sometimes moving to the puzzles rather than being a room with puzzles you're moving to the puzzles by moving you just press w you don't actually like Absolutely. go yes. around so and, like uh, but like each it, puzzle each puzzle is a is not something you've seen before it's just variations you you hadn't seen what? Sorry, I didn't, what? Oh no, I, I I was I was just being a jerk and saying wish you hadn't seen the puzzle in general because they're not good puzzles. because yeah, no. <laughs> they're, they're not, not they're, they're not, not real puzzles. They're not real puzzles. They're just stress management simulators where you're just like, okay, well I have to do this and watch this other thing. So, yeah. uh, 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 and it's frustrating. Is all it is frustration. Yeah, I was so yeah. mad. I was like, fuck this game. Don't. Don't do it if you are, are skeptical of doing it. Just don't do it. Just say no. Just say no to the Fweddy. He's bad. Um, I watched on on the on the 
the tangent of scary games for this month. I watched Scary Game Squad play that Outlast 2 demo. Hey. It's spoopy. It made me so happy to see Davis have to drive because, like, I feel like when people watch Scary Game Squad, they're like, oh, I'm totally a Jesse or I'm definitely a Davis. I am definitely a Davis. And every time I watch Scary Game Squad, I'm like, Davis, I feel you. I feel all your terror right now because he screams and gets so freaked out. And I love it. And Davis Davis drove for that whole demo. I was fortunate in that I played it with Crendor at E3, so I knew everything was going to happen. Right. It is 20 minutes of me cackling like an old witch in the background. <laughs> Just dying of laughter because everyone... Here's the thing. It is a genuinely... I hope Outlast 2 can capture what made the first half of Outlast fun and not the second half. The second half was literally just run from the same fucking guy. Oh, now he's in your way again. Okay. The first half was genuinely horrifying. And this demo captures that, which again, I think goes back to my firm belief that man, horror games should be no longer than two hours long. Like, I just, I know people would be like, well, I'm not going to make 60 bucks. They shouldn't be worth 60 bucks either. But they shouldn't, like, long horror games, the fear dwindles out of you and it becomes more about beating the game Mm. rather than surviving your terror. And when you look at demos, all the demos for all these horror games are legitimately awesome. And really fun and super scary. Outlast 2's demo is what? And I just wish that, like, I know that when I finally get this game and start playing it, that'll be me for maybe the first hour. And then except for the occasional jump scare, I'll just be like, fucking, I just need to get past this boss. How do I do this? This stupid, I hate that. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's been my issue with scary games forever. That's that's just you just get used to the the fear factor portion. So the fear factor portion's gone. All that's left now is the game, and the game is just like oh, I'm trying to scare you again, but it doesn't really scare you anymore. So it's like okay, what happened now? Uh, now I got to do your puzzles. Ugh. And it, it, the best example of that is everyone talks about Amnesia being like the scary game. The best example of that is in Amnesia, where the scary monster for the first half of the game. When you first start seeing it, it's horrifying, utterly horrifying, until you finally have a moment where you're just staring him in the face and you're like, you're actually kind of a cutie pie. When you look at him, you're like, hey. And later on, it, it becomes such a, like, joke of, uh, like, even the game makes a joke of that first monster. And then you get, like, the invisible monster. Like, they keep having to change things and make it like you're playing a new game every time in order to keep the scares going. Because... If you don't, all you're doing is just like, all right, well, now I am now I understand what this monster is. I'm no longer afraid of it. I just need to figure out how to beat it. And that's not scary anymore. That's just you beating a game that has this guy in your way. Right. And I hate that stuff. But, you know, the thing is, when it, when it comes to amnesia, like, you, you have, like, the grunt, which is the first monster, and then you have... It, it, like the whole game, like tits turn on, on its ass when you have the water monster come out. Cause you know, yeah. when, the, when the water monster hit, it was like nothing like in the game before. You're like, oh my God, this is intense. That was and, not a fun moment for me in any sort of. Genuinely horrified during that scene. I, yeah, absolutely. And then you get, you get to go to the cellar or whatever, where it's like pitch dark. It's like advanced darkness down there or some shit. And then you get to encounter, uh, I think it's still, it's still the grunt. 
but it's a more intimate encounter with him and you feel like actual like dread dealing with him. And then when you get through down the elevator to the jail cells, then it was like really intense. But after that, I don't really remember what the fuck happened. Honestly, it was all I cool. do. I just don't want to say because it's a massive spoiler. And I'm going to be nice and shut up. But uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a moment that happens that directly relates to kind of what I'm talking about, where even the game developers are like, we understand that after a while, monsters are no longer scary. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I just blacked it out of my mind. Maybe I just wanted to remember it being spoopy. Well, I, I firmly believe it's probably one of the scariest ones that existed because it sort of was that first time that anyone experienced a scary game like that. Because mm-hmm. up until this point, most of the scary games were, man, fuck, if I even remember a good well, scary Penumbra was really spoopy. That was what I was saying, people, too. I, uh, Did he not get spoopy on Penumbra? I think it's because I played that after Amnesia. Oh, yeah. But I that wasn't was... nearly as scared. Yeah, if you played it before Amnesia, it, it had a pretty similar effect, but afterwards it was just kind of like, all right, man, I can see the age on it now. Yeah. That's, uh, it had a good starting formula. It's, yeah, man, it's, it, I, I think it's interesting that We've had a lot of scary, like the scariest scary games have been the ones that were very indie and very short, at least for me. The ones that came out of nowhere and weren't like huge, big budget ones. I, I don't know. and But they're always really short and they're always very like concise and to the point. Like, oh, there's a man chasing you. You have to go collect some fucking letters. I thought, <laughs> I thought the first thing was fine. And then they tried to make like a real big game out of it. And I was like, ah. Yeah, okay. don't do that. Like, uh, do you remember a game a long time ago? It was around when music hit. It was called Witch. It was like a black and white game. It was like, it was all like 10 minutes long. I remember I played that and I was literally horrified. Like in this like little house and you have like this headless woman who's following you through the whole thing. And you just got to like try to get out of the house. There's multiple endings and things like that. And there's one of the endings ends with, it's, it's kind of a spoiler. But I mean, it's just, I'm sorry. I just gotta say, she fucking just stabs you to fucking death while you're just sitting there, like first person being stabbed by this headless woman. It's like pretty intense and it's very like a personal experience. It was, it was honestly really scary at the time. Like, I think like games like that, like a free little like hit of, hit of terror are like infinitely more uh, acceptable in the horror genre than like four hours of run away from naked man too, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Run away from Naked Man too. Yeah, yep. that one's dumb. <laughs> basically, Outlast. That's the last half of Outlast. It's Naked Man two and Naked Man three are chasing you. Um, mm-hmm. Cat Lady was a game that I really enjoyed as bizarrely creepy. Oh, Cat Lady, look, yeah, yeah, like that's a game that I'm surprised Dodger's not played ever. Yet. I know I've meant to play it and I never have, and you've yeah, said yeah. nothing but good things about it. It's a yeah, it's a game that it's a horror game. But it's like also kind of shocking. And more importantly, it actually gives you a character to care about. And at the end, like have a moment of just like, yeah, motherfucker, let's do this. It, it like the build up, it's one of the few horror games where the end of the game, I was more excited about what I was doing then than at the beginning of the game. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I thought that that was very, very interesting. And the the art style just like just felt so bizarre, like to oh. a lot of things you got to. So it was like it was kind of like surreal, I guess, in a weird way. Mm-hmm. It was so 
twisted. Fun fact, the creator's a very nice fellow. Aw. Yeah. Random tidbit of information, Karen. <laughs> Good, I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wraps up, I think, what we've been playing this week. Should we take a break? Yeah. Sure. Come oh, yeah. back, we'll talk about what news there is and go through the release list, which is always a wonderful no. experience. I can't wait. You no. watch the Corruptional Podcast. Dang. Do not go anywhere. We'll be right back. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Corruptional Podcast for the final 45 minutes or so of the show. Ah, news for this week. Yeah. Not much. Not a huge <laughs> amount. Uh, go big, on. Biggest news probably that the PlayStation VR has is coming out this week, but I'm not sure if any of us have really had a chance to play with it recently, have we? Apparently, like, nobody is getting a response when they contact Sony to be like, hey, I would really love to, like, do some VR content with your headsets. No, and you they're just... They do not respond. They have no desire to work with people to like I, help push their product at all. I didn't even try to like contact Sony. I tried to just find one to buy. That's a non-existent thing. Oh, that was all that months ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I just wanted. To, I was like, I didn't want the bundle. I just want like, I can maybe buy all the other pieces separately. I just wanted the that non-existent. So nah, you had to get that months ago if you wanted it. Uh... I have no experience with it. Yeah. I. Honestly, know nothing about it other than the fact that Jesse tried it with Resident Evil at one point. Uh, yeah, I did that with Resident Evil. I did it with the shark game, which is not a pleasant experience. And I did it with another game that I thought did really well with it. It was you are like sitting in a tank and you drive a tank around a city and you like shoot down shit, which was perfect because you were sitting in a thing. So you didn't get like queasy or anything. So I thought that was my favorite one. But the graphics were like really low kind of polygraphics um i watched a friend play the batman demo uh but i guess you had to be in it to really feel like you're a batman because i was like meh and then i tried and gave up trying to play the final fantasy 15 demo which was garbage <laughs> which was flat out garbage damn yeah that's a shame i i, I was with, like just the vr portion or the actual demo no, the, the VR, like the actual, the Final Fantasy 15, the game, I'm super hyped for. The, the, okay, okay, good. I've literally played like hours of the game already. I'm just like, oh, it's so fucking good. No, but the VR demo they made is you, it's a battle that you play where all you do is shoot and warp around. So it's really pretty lame. And um, then at the end, like Sid, Cindy, sorry, Cindy's just like, look, I got boobs, y'all. And you're like, I guess I could oogle you for a while if I wanted to. Oh, I think I saw that. You're like in a car, right? That's something like that with her. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. She does have boobs. Uh, she does. She does. She certainly does. Mm -hmm. she certainly does. God bless Japan. Give no shits. Japan's my last saving grace of, of perviness in this world. Thank you, Japan. They'll never let us down. Never let me down. <laughs> oh, cry! You put us in the same category. Oh, I don't feel so alone and weird anymore. <laughs> well, the vast majority of reviews for the PSVR so far seem relatively positive. Uh, I think a lot of it comes down to one, comfort, two, affordability compared to everything else that's currently on the market, with the exception of the gear. But then again, you do need like $600 phone to run that. And the fact that it actually has games ready to go, games with actual big names attached to them, which right. the, the, other, the other two headsets do not. 
you know there's there's no real doubt about that the vive probably suffering the most from that up to this point uh most of those games i believe are coming out on the 13th uh batman battle zone being a sort of remake of the 80s wireframe tank game a drive club vr uh there's a rabbit there's some sort of invasion thing that looks like raymond raving rabbit i don't know if it is or not Game called Kismet Headmaster, which is a football game. You Valkyrie and Gunjack are obviously things that are already out on other systems. Uh, Rigs, which is a mech game of some sorts. Uh, Job Simulator is coming out. Uh, and there's, of course, Until Dawn Rush of Blood, which is a... The, the Until Dawn Rails game. Yeah, oh. Until Dawn on Rails, which is literally a, a horror carnival. I actually forgot that that was even That's the thing. That's the thing that's happening. Uh, I mean, sounds the... completely useless. They have a large launch lineup of stuff that is finished and playable, which puts yeah. it a good step above what is currently on the market, which well, doesn't actually have all that many finished and playable a, games. A, a few of those were ports, though. Uh, uh, yes, definitely. Uh, no doubt about that. So but you got to bear in mind, you know, for the, uh, the vast majority of people, this is probably going to be their first VR headset. So the fact that these are ports is really not really relevant to them. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what is the actual, like, setup requirement for this, though? Like, I know with the Vive, you got to, like, do a lot of setup. Um, it's, you don't need as much. Uh, I believe that the proper setup is, what, PlayStation Eye, camera, VR headset, and two move controllers? I think so, yeah. Oh, that's not bad at all, then. Yeah, I don't think you need all of that to, to, to play some of the games. Um, the tracking is apparently not brilliant uh, compared to, you know, the Vive, which obviously has fairly advanced tracking going on but i believe you can play some games just sit down with a controller put your headset on and go okay if you wish uh there's probably going to be shortages i imagine of both playstation eye cameras and move controllers for quite some time as a result of this thing well i mean do they work with like the old move controllers too? oh yeah totally you don't need new ones if you've got if you've got the previous ones you can absolutely you know they're using a lot of they're repurposing a lot of older hardware with this thing, which is good uh, in terms of making sure that if people already own that, it really absorbs quite a lot of the cost of the thing, which is beneficial. Mm. I mean, I'm going to be honest, I never really touched Move, but I mean... Oh, I liked Move. Um, I, I thought, you know, with the PlayStation 3, yeah. Uh, there was a good few games. I thought it was actually a great way to play FPS. On the PS3, uh, mm-hmm. the controller was very accurate. It reminded me of playing FPS with uh, the Wiimote, you know, mm-hmm. like the Wii Motion Plus, uh, but it was better than that. It was more accurate. Uh, I've much preferred, much preferred it to playing it with a uh, controller. A lot more, you know, felt more like a mouse. Yeah, because I mean, I, and I don't know how people do it, but controller shooting is just impossible for me. I, I know, it. right? I absolutely hate it. When we were playing Gears last night, two of us were playing with controller and two of us were playing with mouse and keyboard. And I was like, I already have enough of a problem trying to make sure I shoot these motherfuckers. Like, how on earth are you shooting anything with a controller? I don't understand. I don't know how people manage it. It's, it must be a skill they acquire. Uh, I, I will say, like, just in terms of a launch for this thing, it looks it's pretty solid. You know, you've got a lot of software support. The thing seems to work well. It's comfortable to wear. It's, there are definitely some games that are motion sickness inducing from what mm. I can tell you know there's been complaints of that but that was a thing anyway and I think a lot of people are, are going to get that if they if they don't play with the full experience the full motion and you know moving around and they don't play games that are cockpit based games they're probably going to run into those issues so 
I think I more... it's just humans being humans at that point. Yeah, there's some work that's going to be required with it, but I think it benefits from just being a system that feels like it's got stuff going on for it already and it's not in development. It's not kind of in a beta stage. You're adopting something that feels like an actual product launch. It may not be as good as the existing stuff. I mean, spec-wise, it's not as good as the Vive. It's not as good as the Rift, but that doesn't matter to a lot of people, frankly. I mean, it's... it's it's a, how, how expensive is this again? Uh, not that it's, it's about what 400 four, bucks 400 like bucks for the headset yeah. you know As, you can assume you can get a hold of them a set of move controllers is what 100 cameras about 60 uh you know the full setup is obviously gonna you know requires a little bit more assuming you don't already have that stuff you know and you still actually need a playstation well naturally yes yeah, so, Compared I to mean, the Vive, that's still like around nine hundred, or is it uh, eight hundred? Vive's now? about a, is a hundred dollar device, um, you know, and you need a pretty beefy PC to to use it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's still it's still a lot more accessible than yes. the Vive and Oculus. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And I think you know, for for a VR ecosystem to work, there's going to have to be levels of accessibility. You can't rely on people owning super powerful PCs. The way you know the way that things seem to be going over, the, you know, uh, Oculus just revealed the prototype of their completely wireless headset. You know, a self-contained thing. That's where VR is probably going in the future. You know, to get to get rid of the wires. You've already kind of got that with the Gear VR. You know, which is plug your phone into a headset. Uh, but the wires and the space requirements are all very restrictive things, particularly when you think about oh, I need a powerful PC and a room that I have space in. That's a pain in the ass for most people. You're having to reorganize your house, you know. That's the kind of thing that enthusiasts yeah. do, you know. If you want true wide-scale adoption, you've got to take those barriers away. And that's mm. where we're going with it. What is the, the opposite what, direction of the holodeck? What is kind the total current cost of all the Oculus things? Uh, if you count the motion controllers which are available for pre-order, like the touch, yeah, whatever. Uh, I mean, it would be about eight hundred, um, because the headset's what six hundred, two hundred bucks for the controllers plus right. a bundle of games, which that puts is... it around the same as a Vive. Give or take. Well, on top of the computer still. Yes, and that's yeah. on top of having having a good PC in the right place to actually use which is, it. Which is why PSVR is going to be the gateway for most people. It will VR. be. It will be. Outside of, you know, I think Gear VR has already been the gateway for a lot of people. Uh, it has a lot of regular users. It's not... If you already own a Galaxy phone, preferably one that doesn't explode, then <laughs> a headset is not an expensive edition. It's a $99 edition. Did um, you hear... Sorry, this is totally off topic. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay but yeah uh, also turn off your note sevens if you already own one that's what i was gonna say is they <laughs> it's they not really like all that off topic being like turn them all off turn them off please just never turn yeah. them on again yeah i mean second, samsung has discontinued the, the note seven too. they recalled them once shipped out new ones and then we're like oh no this is even they worse. still blow up yeah. yeah i mean it's how do you manage that this it's incredible that Samsung fucked this up because you have probably the most negative PR and backlash possible to the new iPhone for dropping the headphone jack, and then you turn your phone into a fucking yep. fireball. Yep. You have the everything you need to become a market leader right here, and then you blow up people's houses, you know, and set yourself up in a situation where people won't even let you turn the phone on on a plane because there's a risk of bringing the fucking plane down. Yep. <laughs> It's an it's, allegory for the U.S. presidential election. 
That's what it is. Oh, God. What can I say? It's like, Isn't a, we don't have a headphone a, jack. Ha ha ha, you're yeah. dumb. Headphone we jack. literally kill you. Oh. <laughs> Oh. oh, maybe I'm okay with no headphone jack. <laughs> maybe I'm more okay with that than I thought. Oh, didn't uh, Google I put out a new one? Uh, the Pixel, the Pixel is on its way. Yes, mm. um, we'll see. We'll see yeah. what that does. Uh, yeah, it, I I'm not uh, personally because I already own you know PC based VR. I don't see myself stepping down to to console based VR, but. I think ultimately, if VR is going to succeed in any way, it's going to have to have various tiers of entry. It's going to have stuff that plugs in and works with a standardized piece of hardware. Eventually, VR will all be wireless and self-contained. Right. You know, we're, we're, only, we're going to have a few years of wires and a few years of weird things that you've got to attach to your walls and sensors and shit. And eventually, the future is it's all going to be self-contained and we don't have to worry about any of that. But until that time... Holodeck! Until yeah, that when... time... When do we get like everything in our heads, you know, like just jacking brains? Like every time I play a game like Deus Ex or a game where like you're a cyborg and everyone's like, "Oh no, that's terrible! That's a terrible future." We're like, "You're, you're not even yourself anymore." Fuck, Fuck it. That. I want. <laughs> I want to be half robot. Let's make this shit happen. Let's fucking do that shit. Like also, the- have you guys seen the headphones that that just sit on your temples? Yes, and their skull headphones. There's oh, yeah, they, so you, can, you just hear it like through your skull. It Dude, doesn't even go really like, old technology. You're like, the whole idea of the bone reverberation thing—that's not new. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's actually been around for a long time. Surprisingly, but it still feels like the future. Mm. Yeah, but they're sunglasses now. They're sunglasses where the ah. music comes through, like this part of your sunglasses. Now you feel the side. So you like punk. put them on. And you're like, yo, what up? And you're just going down the road, and that's you can thug life real hard. Basically, you're Adam Jensen at that point. We're like. Pachink. I'm Holy shit! Cool. You could just have the oh, you could just have the music constantly playing, but they're usually up like this, and you can't hear it. And then the second that you drop the shades down, you hear the music. Oh god! It's like it's like bomb ass orchestra goes on. <laughs> oh, the future is here, and the it future. is future. Like, I, like I, I know it's like a, a common thing, but I, you know, like all those like parts in the future where it's like the internet's like really crazy. And you got people like zoned out just in the streets with like internet glasses or whatever on and just like junkies. That's not particularly different to how things are right now with people just staring at their fucking phones, is it? Yeah, so, so that's not even that bad. Not even that bad. Yeah. Fucking future. No restrictions. Let's get driverless cars. I want it on that shit too. I don't care. It's safer than people. I don't give a I shit totally. if you're worried. They don't have control. It's got nothing. It's got nothing to do with games, but holy shit, the amount of people that are paranoid about driverless cars. Have you right? It's gonna be so go much safer. And drive in South Carolina. Drive through South Carolina, then tell me that driverless cars are a bad idea. People don't have a fucking clue how to drive. I would absolutely I trust the computer a over people. Yeah. yeah, they're like, oh, but I won't have control. Maybe you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Driving. You shouldn't have control. The yeah. only thing that I'm uh, the, that I'm a little bit skeptical about is the potential of like Uber elite car hackers and stuff like crashing. I don't give a fuck. I'd settle for I'd settle for getting hacked over driving my own car. That's, <laughs> that is highly fucking, unlikely. I'd asleep. I mean, I you're more shit. worried about people specifically hacking and crashing your car than somebody just crashing into you. Isn't that much easier? Like not I mean, paying yeah, attention than yeah. running off the fucking road. 
I mean, I would definitely take it over it. I'm just saying, like, that would be, like, the only, like, drawback is that. And that's not, that's probably infinitely not as bad as it's, a guy in a fucking semi-truck having not. a bad day. I guess, I mean, chat's right. Car hacking already does exist. And well, no it one's yes. worried about that, so. Let me yeah. put it this way. You know, my wife was driving back from Ohio uh, yesterday and was stuck on a mountain in the fog. Because you, you drive to North Carolina to Ohio, you have to go over the mountain range. Um, it's a pretty stressful drive. Uh, two semi-trucks had jackknifed each other on the side of a fucking mountain, and she was stuck there with the rest of the cars in the fog with no idea what was going on. And That it was sounds te- terrifying. It, well, it was. It was terrifying. She called me. It's like, I, I don't know what to do. Like, no one here knows what to do. I was like, yeah, right, okay. That's a pretty damn fucking strong argument for driverless goddamn cars, because even, yeah. even people that are experts at driving that do it for a fucking living have horrible accidents absolutely it shit yep. happens like and a driverless car i don't give a fuck about fog they're no. good no it doesn't didn't uh the google car drive all across america with no accidents at all uh yeah i think until there was ended it yeah there was one accident caused by a person. caused by somebody else <laughs> there you go mm-hmm. but no. but the whole uh, people are just afraid that they won't have control over it because it's like oh well the robots make the, the robots decision. are going to rise up but here's the thing it's making a better, smarter decision than you would make. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think people realize how dumb they are in comparison. <laughs> well, it's it's collective Dunning-Kruger. Everyone thinks they're a master fucking driver. Uh, yeah. I do not. That's <laughs> so true. I don't. I mean, if if anything, you know, you see how people react to heavy traffic and the illogical things that they do that make the traffic worse, and then you figure out mm-hmm. there is a efficient computerized model that would make this traffic go away, and you don't know what it is. And you are not participating in it. In fact, you're doing the exact opposite of what you should be doing. Whereas, you know, the the computer would. This has got nothing to do with video games. I'm just, I don't know why. It's got to do with the future of electronics. That's why we got here. It will have have something to do with the future of video games. Because you'll be able to play, play video games while you're driving. Oh, man. That is the perfect. Can you imagine? Think about this. Being a parent and not having to focus on the road, but instead focusing on your asshole kids in the back. Oh, yeah. God, it'll save lives. It'll save it so would. many lives. Well, you can actually get on your phone. And, like, you're just, like, having a really, like, <laughs> tough day at work, and then you just, like, you got off work, and then you can actually sleep you home. Yeah, you don't have to, like, drive home. You yeah. can snooze all the way home like, if you want to. I'm napping on my way home. That's, like, that's the dream. I mean, I think... Home. To be fair, it would take me a while to trust the car enough to like True. sleep in that car. It but would take I don't think that I would do any better. I the would thing just is, like it's it's down a lot to like uh, the sa- same problem that a lot of people have with flying. It's not that flying is unsafe; it's that feeling of lack of control. Yeah, uh, they would obviously probably be terrified to know that ninety-eight percent of the flight is done by a fucking computer, not by the pilot as well. But. Uh, it, Only takeoffs and landings, really. And Everything those are the two most like, dangerous parts of the flight. The two yeah. things that are controlled by, you know, experienced pilots with thirty plus years experience. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it's it, it, a lot. A lot of the fear is irrational. Certainly of it. Yeah. Call, and yeah, I don't think I don't think we're talking about a future where you can't drive and like no. hair down and drive. We're just talking about like you press a button and your car does the fucking work and you're like, I'm going to go to bed. I got, <laughs> you don't have to, shit. you know, and people will, yeah. uh, they'll be, I don't know. It's, I don't even know why we're talking about this, but I'm okay with it. Fuck, fuck the fear man. of it. Yeah. A robot overlords. Robot you can't overlords. come fast enough. Robot overlords. <laughs> the fear of technology. Hurry up. 
Hurry up I, and get here. I said it before, I'll say it again. I would be Cypher so quickly in the Matrix. Like, fuck it, put me back in. I don't give a shit. I'll sell all <laughs> these assholes out. I just want to eat steak and be, be like happy in the Matrix. Sign mm-hmm. me up. I'm okay with it, Robot Overlords. I know you're listening, AI. I know you're listening. I'm one of the good ones. I'm one of the good ones. Yeah. I love Sorry. how every <laughs> single time we're talking about an apocalyptic situation, Jesse's like, I hope you all know that I'm the one who's going to betray every single one of you. <laughs> He's honest, at least, like, though. Great. Now I know not to have you in in my crew. When I'm putting I, together my crew, you ain't in, you ain't involved. Oh God, Jesse is fat, Eric. We're gonna eat him. Would so die. would you? The We're second you couldn't him, take a fucking die. shower, you would die. Oh no, no, no! I wouldn't die. I would oh, literally become would. like some sort of ground monster. Like some, like, <laughs> you and your crew would be like going through one of the sewers. I'd be like, hi. <laughs> Oh, dares enter my sewer. <laughs> and you'd be like, Jesse's you. I'm like, oh, I've been here for many years. Jesse's not here anymore. I am growling. <laughs> and I scurry back into the sewers. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Uh, I, I can believe it. That's a long way from eating steaks in the Matrix. <laughs> I gotta be real with you. No, that's why. That's why it makes sense because that's why I need to be jacked in. Because at least in the Matrix, I can live under the illusion that everything will be okay. You can live under <laughs> the illusion that you're taking hot showers. Yeah. Outside the Matrix, I am fucking groundling the beast man living in the sewers. I'm I got mess. you. I need I that. I need that illusion. Yeah. Oh, I'd rather have the illusion of safety than fend for myself. Any day. Hashtag, <laughs> I welcome you, robots. Uh, can I talk a little bit about one thing uh, just before we go into release? Because the fact Absolutely. that this even exists is a wonderful thing. Uh-huh. Uh, finally, after God knows how long, the StarCrafts cartoon mod has come out for StarCraft 2. Oh, Jesus, that's right. no, for real? And yes. you can Hasn't play... he been working on that forever? Yep, you can indeed play the whole uh, a whole multiplayer game in the style of the cartoon and it looks exactly like the cartoon everything is fucking adorable oh my god that sounds adorable it it's fully playable and you can play it for free you don't even have to own starcraft to fucking play it you just download the starcraft starter edition you go mm. to the arcade you search for starcraft and you fucking play it does it make the game any easier hell no does it make it maybe a little bit less horrible to lose possibly like <laughs> it is absolutely fucking adorable the sheer amount of like aesthetic work that has been put into this game uh, this mod is just unbelievable Oh it, god, this must have taken so long. It took so they redid everything, you know, with uh, all you know, everything was redone with animations, you know, with the pseudo sort of 2D look. It's so good. There's so there's so many little details as well. You go to a fucking It looks adorable. It is. You go to a fucking right? Terran Teg lab and they start researching and it starts like calypso music while it's doing it, because that's a, a reference to the cartoons and everything. Uh oh god. I I, the fact that it just exists and it makes me happy that it exists. Like, this is a ridiculous thing that shouldn't exist and it fucking does. <laughs> and that's a great thing indeed. That's how you get the kids into the, the, the RTS games. You give them this instead of, like, you know, the gruesome version. Oh, you give God. them the cutesy one. And then, they, the, then you flip it off one day. They're like, what happened? Oh, no. 
Yeah, I, I just want people to try it because this guy like worked so hard on it, and it it's so he's super fucking, nice too. He, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, really he's wonderful. Nice uh, so do do have a look. Look at the investors; they're so fat. Wow, <laughs> they're so fat. Oh dear, it it's so it's got so much fucking character to it. Oh Jesus, it, it's amazing. Do go check it out. As I say, you can download, you can play it for free. You just get the StarCraft Starter Edition. Look for, go to the arcade. Look for StarCraft's mod. It's available right now. Go play it. You might get your ass handed to you, but you'll smile while it's happening. But it'll be so cute. It will. Yeah. It'll be adorable. It'll be adorable. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. So I, yeah. I just wanted to give a, a big shout out to that because the, it's amazing that that is that's out. That's really yeah. cool. Really cool. All right, uh, let us move on to releases. I am skipping out on the 5,000 PlayStation VR releases. We covered okay. those earlier. Just know Thanks. PSVR 13th, I believe. That's when all the releases are coming out for it. That's the initial wave of launch titles. So do do you know? Do be aware of that. I'm going to be focusing mostly on Steam stuff, I believe. Uh, do we have a list? Oh, we I want do. a list. I will send the, the the list over. I should have done that earlier, but I am disorganized and shitty. There we go. <laughs> here, here is the list. All right. Sick. Ooh. Guys, today yeah. is October 11th, is it? It is October 11th. the 11th today. <laughs> Holy if, shit. If you can't right? believe it. What is happening? Jesus Christ. All right. October 11th, we have Blue Revolver. It is a shmup. They claim it's fresh. I don't know why it's fresh. It doesn't certainly doesn't look fresh. Looks like all the other shmups. It's so fresh, though. Apparently it's it's fresh. fresh and believable. Yeah. It looks mm. like one of those doujin shooters. Japanese <laughs> awesome. bullet hell things. Um, this next one we've seen before. It's called Major Minor. It's the oh. the furry Steins Gate game. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, the um hmm the the banner for that is questionable. Hmm. Uh. Uh, the game after that is called Busted. 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 Like, just like minor, major minor? Also, mm. oh, that, that's got a sexual content warning on it. The anime oh. girls have been censored. Only ah. you have the power to free them from your was... veg. Oh my, it's Wait, a fucking block-breaking game with nudie anime girls. I was oh, joking that's... about it being like yeah, major man. minor. What the fuck? <laughs> Yo, does Major Minor have have the boobies? Yo, right. boobies though. You know, if you look hard enough, you'll find boobies at Major. This whole shit was on Newgrounds like ten years ago. I Jesus, I it was charging for this. I don't want to look hard. No. Next. Uh, next up is called Senza Peso. It is a casual VR experience game. It looks like just lots of really beautiful it's pictures. Be it's gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's scarily beautiful in, in mm -hmm. many ways. Um. It's about a soul transitioning to the afterlife. Yeah, it's a mini opera. It's like, I don't know about oh, that, shit. but okay. Uh, Maybe there's, if there's music through the whole thing. Perhaps. It's a mini opera. Yep. Mm. Now, the next game is getting some serious hype right now, and I'm being Thumper? told to play the fuck out of this. If, what is it? It's a, it's a rhythm game. Okay. Um, it, rhythm violence. Um, <laughs> sure. It's, so it, it reminds me a bit of uh, Audio Surf. It looks incredible uh people are really digging this one at the moment i it was completely off my radar mostly due to the 
you know, sort of a generic name behind it. But I know Jim Sterling adores it, and there's a bunch of other people who have said that this is a fucking awesome game. Uh, it looks, it looks it. I have to admit, that looks like a hell of an experience. Gorgeous and terrifying. All right. Yes, apparently awesome. it's also yeah. terrifying. Uh, nine levels of rhythm hell, adrenalized boss battles, including the terrifying crackhead. I'm sorry, what? Uh, a pulse-pounding original soundtrack, hurdle forward, master new moves, reach overwhelming velocity, psychedelic visuals. Uh, I mean, yeah, it definitely has that. Oh, I'll give it that. Yeah. Dude, PlayStation VR optional. That shit would blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> the next game is called K-Rollic. It is a rock rabbit shoot 'em up with glasses, TVs, skeletons, creatures, barrels, wheels, weapons, grenades, boars, bosses, and other. I don't feel, feel you're allowed to put a Z on the end of anything that should have an S unless you're Mortal Kombat. Like, that's. That and this, like... this is not Mortal Kombat. No, no. It does not. And, and I'm to aware that Mortal Kombat does it with a K, but I feel like by doing that for a long period of time, it maybe has acquired the rights to other letters. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it's a top down. Two and a half D schmop of some description. Mm. The uh, next game I was looking at earlier, actually, Cards of Cthulhu. What the fuck is this game? Yeah, it's a roguelike card RPG. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, badass on a bike with a shotgun, fighting demon shit. Look, I'm down. This looks cool shit. I don't get it. it. It, yeah, it's unfortunate that like. Half the art looks pretty cool, and the rest of it's like we just threw the rest of the UI together. Yeah, that is Uh, true. Parody monsters, horror B B movies, fast-paced combat. Um, I mean, it just looks like pick cards do damage to an energy bar, which is not that enjoyable. I don't know. I'll have a look at it. I mean, I look at most things that look hard in them. The art's super entertaining. Some I, of it is, but it looks... Have you seen, like, the things like the energy bars and the cooldown bars in comparison to the art? Like, it's super jarring. Oh, that's jarring. what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. The art looks great. The rest of it is doesn't look like it fits. No, it, it doesn't. Lo- it looks like another Newgrounds game. <laughs> yeah, it does look like a Newgrounds game. I agree. Mm, does a bit, yeah. Uh... Cool. Moving on to October 12th, we have Smash Up. Now, it's this is a game up. we have played on the yep. Co-Optional Lounge. Now, this game had one specific <laughs> problem. Too much fucking counting. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, and now the game will count, count for, you. for you. That's yeah. that. Uh, I think uh, Smash Up is, will be a hell of a lot more fun to play with the app than it, it will be like... Because I, I, I have Smash Up, like the physical card game. I have like three expansions for it. The whole idea being you pick two decks of things that mash together. You mix the decks up and then you use them to take over bases and win the game through points. Um, and there are some overpowered combinations, but it's quite it's quite a lot of fun to play. But there's a lot of adding up because mm. you have to... It takes a certain amount of points, like strength on a base to break the base. And then like the first, second and third place, people get victory points and something happens. And it's a lot of counting. That's what, so it's one of those games where digital implementation will help it out a lot. So I don't know why it's in early access. Uh, Apparently the free version has a limited number of factions. Then there'll be a starter pack and you can buy the expansions. Uh, Basic online functionality they're going to refine. Uh, hopefully they rebalance it a little bit because there are some very overpowered combinations but uh mm. yeah this will probably be a lot more fun to play digitally so i'm kind of happy that's coming mm. I'm cool. the next one is called along the edge it's a little visual novel um it says that it's romance is one of the genres so there's that interactive uh, graphic novel yeah 
Yeah. Universe. Yes. I like that it says that the choices will impact the main character's appearance. I'm huh. like, oh shit. Uh, I'm gonna make sure she eats four burgers a day. Oh my <laughs> god. I wanna play this, but dark side it and play her pure evil. Oh yeah, my man. god. Yeah, oh, man. See what cool. happens. You have her grow uh, horns or whatever the fuck like in Fable? Uh, well, the next one looks highly ambitious. Early Project access Genome? Yeah, uh, the, oh. the trailer's like in live action. There's a, there's a naked lady with plugs on her back and then she puts on a suit and then... Open world non-target sci-fi MMO with innovative character progression, pilot a walking robot, transform your body's DNA. This sounds extremely ambitious. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, no, I, I have a feeling this kind of thing would work great, but I don't know. I don't know. Who, who are these people? Who's it's making a fucking it? Fucking spaceship. There's, this game apparently has literally everything in it. Although, uh, gameplay-wise, it looks a little bit like Defiance. It's got a fucking wingsuit in it. There's, Defiance? That's why the live action's there. Uh, maybe, yeah. I mean, I actually thought Defiance was not bad as an MMO. That was pretty <laughs> fun, actually. Yeah. Um, this looks stupidly ambitious. Like... <laughs> Uh, I am intrigued. I mean, it looks like it could be fun. But you fucking build shit. You should. Jesus Christ! What what can't you do in this thing? Uh, yes, I I'll wait for it to come out of early access. Thank you very much. I do like the yeah. fact that it has a combat system that is not uh, tab target or anything like that. It's proper shooting, which yeah. you know that that I'm sick of tab target MMOs. Um, but this looks very ambitious for what it is. So. I will uh, stay, stay skeptical until we see what's going on with it. Word. Uh, the next one is called Ballistic Protection. With stylish old school graphics, I beg to differ. <laughs> it is a, it's a very old looking tower defense game. With a terrible font choice in the UI. The next yeah. One. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, sure. the next one's called Razortron 2000. Well, at least the name sort of gives you that impression that it's going to be. It's a casual infinite racer with an 80s vibe. You push. Oh. Very 80s. Oh. Huh. Oh, yes. That, that is a kind of 80s vibe, yes. Uh, the next one's called Shards of Azuria. It says it's an isometric craft and build RPG. Create a character and a new world. Start your adventure by waking up in a town. You're greeted by the locals of Azuria, and then you begin your way. Like. It looks like you literally do just like like build houses and stuff, and I'm kind of into it. <laughs> it looks like an old game I used to play. I don't remember what though. Gives me a little bit of an Ultima vibe. Ultima yeah, a little bit Ultima. Early access, of course. Um, of one course. thing we did miss, incidentally, on the building front, because it's not coming out on PC, which is a shame, is Dragon Quest Builders that's out today, which oh. has got a lot of good reviews. My copy, I think, yeah? should have arrived by this now. That game. That game. That game right there. Yep. I, I played it at E3. It legit is, imagine Dragon Quest was like, let's make a Minecraft-style game, but give it a story and like plot. Yeah. That's pretty much what it is. It's Perfect. great. And build a village kind of Animal Crossing style, and people come and live in your village yep. and shit. Um, and it looks like Dragon Quest, which is always a plus. Yeah. I do. I, uh, I hope that comes to PC eventually, but I, I have it on PS4. I'm going to try it. I'll hope. <laughs> the next game is called Hidden Dimensions 3. Hmm. Sci-fi based collectible cards game. Oh dear. <laughs> Ugh, the interface yeah. on that looks grim. Yeah. Entering a a very populated market with a game that does not 
initially impress on looks. Ugh. Right. That's gonna that's gonna struggle to to get an audience, I think. Uh, well, the next game is called Zulu Response. It is a oh. looks like it's just a combat I got, game. I got uh, no worries. It's more than that. It's uh, uh, supposedly a more realistic depiction of the Zulu War, the war with the Zulus that you know the British had in 1879. Ah. You can play as a Zulu warrior. It's got multiplayer. Um, you know, there's a market for games like this with old school weapons, you know, old school like line, standing line with muskets kind of tactics. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's been a, a show of popularity with that, particularly with mods for Mountain Blade and, of course, the expansion for that, Napoleonic Wars. Uh, this certainly looks like it's very ropey, you know, early access. I mean, it looks like a Half-Life 2 mod, honestly. Uh, would a game like this be enjoyable to play? Potentially, sure. Um, I... This one doesn't look ready for release by any stretch of the imagination, but hey. I've seen worse. Yeah. I have, yeah. The next game I actually played, I want to say like a year ago, it's called Goner. It's a procedurally generated 2D side-scrolling platformer game. Tough as hell. Uh, yeah, join the club on that one. Love the <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was all right. Yeah, what I played of it was okay, but not anything that made me like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so fun when it comes out, you know. I feel like it takes a lot on that genre these days to get that. Although this one, I mean, again, the art style does look very unique. There's some interesting stuff going on here. Mm -hmm. Pretty psychedelic. Yeah. The next (laughs) game, Jesus Christ, next game was called Bitmaster. I think you mean Fury. What? Uh, It looks like Fury. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. I, I mean, yeah, it looks like a not very good version of Fury, yes. I mean, it's just, it says inspired by Geometry Wars, Crimson Land, and Satellite Rain. I don't know where it gets Satellite Rain from, but. Right. Uh, yeah. It's a twin stick shooter. Yeah, it's a yeah. twin stick shooter with a uh, horrible UI. Next. October 13th, we have Draw Slasher. Draws. You draw and slash? One would assume so. A unique and demanding action-based beat-em-up where you need only the mouse to play. Cut, snip, sever, chop, sn- shear, and trim hordes of pirate monkey zombies TM. Ha 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 Lift spork. <laughs> this, this was made by people that like Invader Zim too much. Ah, oh, uh, uh, they, love, they love the memes. The, the wacky wacky. They're really into memes. Got it. Yes. Um, the next game is called Loading Human Chapter 1. And it looks like a VR story game, which I'm super into. Yeah, that sounds actually very interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. Your dying father, an esteemed scientist, summons you to his Antarctic base to undergo an intensive interstellar quest. Mm. Hell yeah, I'm in. Let's do it, Dad. Cool. Oh, you rebuild sequence of events. It reminds me of uh, what you used to do in the Batman games, where you rebuild mm, the yeah. crime scene and shit. Mm-hmm. Interesting ideas. That- then... Um- Vanishing of Ethan Carter too, right? Yes, you do. Well, that was my mm-hmm. favorite part of the game, actually, like reconstructing the what happened. That was great. Yeah, it was really good. The next game is called Blameless. And it's free. It is. Yo, this is this is what I'm talking about. They're literally like, this will take about 20 to 60 minutes to complete. A yeah. game that's going to take you 20 to 60 minutes? I'm in. <laughs> you got me, Blameless. You just, as long as there's not a lot of commitment, man, it's all good. <laughs> you like, got me. Uh, a good horror no, game is just too hard. Doesn't outstay its welcome. You know that's a that's yeah. a thing to ask. I mean, it is it is free. You have three D adventure with puzzle solving and story. It takes about sixty minutes or so. 
All gets right. out of your house and doesn't eat breakfast. Uh, uh, yes. Don't worry, worry about it. Don't worry. Yes. Okay. No, oh, true. Yes. Yeah, I'll forget that. Okay, good. Thank Next, you. You get up, it. It's already gone. Exactly. Don't even have to talk. Already gone. Don't even gotta look at look him in the the eye. Knows the rules. Knows the rules. Uh, the next game is called Polygod. Just in case you aren't already sick of like the voxel style of. uh, It's a roguelike, randomly generated FPS game. Oh. Oh. Wow. I mean, it looks pretty decent. Uh, There's that. It has online multiplayer with randomly generated maps and stuff, which is interesting. That's neat. Hmm. Early access, once again, of course. Yeah. The next game is called Event Tide 2, The Sorceress Mirror. Uh, that's going to be most hidden object games, isn't it? It is. Yep. Nailed Absolutely. it. The game after that is called Post Collapse. Next. And this is yet another next. game... Next. But this, uh, this is yet another game where it's I'm like... survival simulation! Yes. Single player only, no zombies. I like how no zombies is a feature now. That's lovely. Yeah. yeah. I just want food, somebody to make one hunting. of these in VR. Then I would be interested. Just play Minecraft. But no. Yeah. Minecraft <laughs> VR works out. No, thank you. Next okay. game is called Survival Kingdom. Oh, God, that, that chopping down a tree animation. Oh, Jesus. Oh, stop making these games, please. Or make They're them forever. Terrible. It's up to no, you. No, don't. Uh, turn-based retro strategy game. You're a ruler of a kingdom in a fantasy pixel world. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what you actually do. Because the fucking video doesn't tell you, that's for sure. Uh, none of these videos tell you. It's just a bunch of panning. Uh, I mean, it seems to be some sort of town resource management game, I think, looking at it. Maybe? Yes. Let's go with that. Next. Okay. Um, this next one is called Tales of the Elements. Uh, it says it's a mixture of hip-hop, JRPG, and party-style goodness. It's a, Jap- it's- a four-player Japanese-style action RPG. It's a game based around an album? A yeah. hip-hop album? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Featuring Megaran, K. Murdoch, and Last Benevolence. I don't know what any of those are, but okay. <laughs> I'd huh. try it just because it's I would so do. Yeah. It's just curious. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta know. Okay. Next. Uh the next game is Shadow Warrior 2, which yeah, we already talked about. Yeah, we know about that. Tank Universal 2. Mm. The the Tank the Universal was pretty fun. Enjoyed it that. Looks kinda neat. Yeah, it's a you know, sort of first person a little bit wireframe tank game. It's going to early access for some reason. Everything's gotta be early access these days, man. You know that. That's yep. the rule. Looks like looks very Tron esque, as did the first yeah. one, I believe. Okay, moving on to October fourteenth. I'm so confused. October fourteenth, we have Bambino Rally, but Bambino when you type Rally. that in, but when you type that in, there's only Bambino Rally two, and when you click on it, the picture for it is for Too Fast Driver two. Yeah, I got the same as that. Uh, I mean, this just looks like absolute shit, so let's just move on. I don't understand. The next one is called Shocked. S-C-H-A-C-H-T. Fast-paced 3D platformer. It said scat, and I was like, what? (laughs) Sliding, swinging. Yeah, kind of speedrunner sort of thing. Third person. Uh, Looks potentially quite enjoyable, if you like that sort of thing. Early access, though, so, you know, Mm. maybe wait a bit. Bet set shat. 
Uh, the next one is Dudanpachi Resurrection, which is a super bullet hell game. Ah, yes. For some mm. reason, I've heard of this. Can't imagine why, because I'm not really into that genre. But, yep. That's, yep, yeah. that is very Japanese. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Good shit. Uh, the one after that is called Poly Crusher. Another Poly one, huh? Love right. that. Always. Always. It has a live-action trailer uh, that's quite amusing. There's a guy with a large beard putting on sunglasses and turning on a CRT TV. Uh, as for what it is, local, local multiplayer twin-stick shooter. Couch gaming, supposedly. Yep, just mine looks like a twin-stick shooter. I'm not sure why I'd buy this over all the others. Perfect. Nice aesthetics, though. Uh, yes, absolutely. The right. next game is called Rubik. It's one of those games where like you have a cube that has colors and you have to match up the colors. It's like a puzzle game. Yeah, so those minimalist block-based puzzle things. Yeah. Yeah. The next game is called Beneath the Cherry Trees. That's a lot of words. Uh, that this is not in English. Um, as far uh, as if I you tell. skip ahead, it'll go English. Ah, but Japanese poetic is... literature between uh, Beneath the Cherry Trees from it's 1928. Free. Yeah, it's a free short visual novel, but all of the visuals that I see is actually in in kanji, uh, I believe. So I don't know how you're supposed to read that, but I guess it's like a demo for a make your own. I don't game know software. <laughs> Not a clue. Uh, the next one is a port from 1999, Red right. Comrades Two. Next. For the oh, that shit again! Yeah, that keeps yep. coming up on every. I don't know why it keeps getting delayed. Next. Uh, next is Quell 4D. Be murder man. Find the keys. Get the armor. Kill all the bosses. It's a yet another VR FPS thing for Vive that looks ancient. Of course. Huh. Yeah. Lovely. Um. The one after that is called Ship It. It's a VR puzzle game. The pictures look confusing as fuck. Basically, like matching colors and and changing shapes in order to ship things. Mm. Yeah. You're, You're like working at the Amazon factory. Yeah. No, thank you. That sounds like not fun work. I mean, if you uh, really need unemployment, I guess it's an alternative. <laughs> <laughs> the game after that is called Iron Guard. Uh, roguelite shooter procedurally generated levels and weapons. Um, hmm. Looks, uh, it's giving me a strafe vibe, definitely. Um, doesn't look too shabby, actually. Um, roguelite shooters have, have a lot of challenges, let me put it that way, to actually be fun to play. This one looks pretty damn competent, though, honestly. I feel like this next one we've seen before. I feel like it, too. It's called oh, Stay, Stay Close. Close. It's yeah, an open-world horror game. Yeah, that keeps popping up. We have seen that before. It just keeps getting delayed. It's got single-player and co-op. I didn't oh. know that. Open-world uh, horror. I still don't know what that means. But I know. Find out, I guess. One day, when it finally comes out. Farabelle uh, is the next game. Tactics game. Apparently, you start at the end of the story. Okay. I don't know how that works, but yeah. You level down, not up. Interesting. Okay. Why? I don't know. They just decided that was the way to go with this one. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely going to play this. Manual Samuel is the next one. Meet Samuel. He's handsome, wealthy, and most importantly, he's dead. A deal with death gives Samuel one last chance to live again if he can survive a whole day doing everything manually. 
Oh, no. Aesthetic for this is... Oh, no. This is one of those things where you have to move, like, probably every body part. Oh, God. It's it's quop with a story, basically. I do love the aesthetic to this, I have to admit. This looks frustrating as fuck. Oh, yeah. Nope. Oh, dear. Oh, my. I would try it. Uh, yeah, this is a stream game. It's, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. going to be like Octodad, but... Yes, yes. Uh, Jesus. All right, the next game is called Kisaragi no Hogyoku. Hey, I, think, I think that might be one of them visual novel games. I don't know where you got that idea from. Yeah. Next. Laser Bait. It's Laser a free bait. arcade strategy game set in virtual reality with one simple goal. Capture all the planets and build more ships and destroy your enemies. That's it's, not one simple goal. No, it's a VR version of Galcon, basically. This has been done to death. Node-based RTS is right. horrible. At least next, it's free, though. I mean, It, it is free. free. There is that. Yeah. Uh, the next game is called Standby. Standby. Stand by me. Stand by me. Intense action lit platformer that'll push you to your limits. I mean, the trailer's nice and has no fucking gameplay in it. That's always not. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yep. That That's a platformer. That's a Meat Boy-esque platformer, no doubt. The next game is called Glow. It's a third-person shooter where you play a firefly and you're trying to kill all the other bugs. Fuck the bugs. Not Fuck a nice bugs. Uh, what an interesting game. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, like I like the screenshots where it's shooting electricity from its butt. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I don't think it works right. that way at all. Sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was a game like that with fish at one point, or like crustaceans. Oh, yes, I've played that. It is horrible. Oh, it was trash. <laughs> Absolute horrible. Next. Next is Crazy Fun Foot Rock. <laughs> what? Oh, this was last week, yeah, wasn't we saw it? Some yeah, that, that, where it's like you are an American football player and you won through wacky golf course things, I guess. Yeah, hmm. we saw that. Um, well, the next one on October 15th, I feel like we've also seen before, have, Tennis yep. Elbow Manager. Yep, Tennis Management Game. Next. Uh, the next one is Boomtown Deluxe. Mining Sim and City Builder. Hmm. Uh, huh. I might actually play that. I. Uh, it looks very busy. Like, there's a shit ton of stuff stuffed on the screen. No doubt about that. But we don't have that many City Builders. It might be worth a shot. Hmm. Ooh, this next one looks good. Yeah, the next one is called Lost Socks Naughty Brothers. Naughty. I'm sorry. That's what? a platformer really with like real fun art. Where do lost socks go? Uh, please don't tell me the socks are the Apparently, characters. Purple light bulbs take them. Apparently, purple light bulb men. This is very Earthworm Jim, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> super Earthworm Jim. Yeah, very much so. That is like surprisingly not awful by looks of it. That looks yeah. quite good. Why you would have the sock be the character, I don't know. That's strange, but it looks good actually, you know, aesthetically. Yeah. Um, this next game is called Think to Die Two. I guess it's part of a series of platformer games where you are trying to die, like you, you. You can almost die. Yes, I can. I can win that. Jump at a spice, um, get hit with bullets, kind of physics-based, wacky, wacky, silly thing. Yeah. Uh, the next one is called Proxy Ultimate Hacker. Wow, that's super cool. Yeah. I'm going to be the ultimate hacker. You don't know. You're armed with a terminal and a proxy. Wow, an entire proxy. Wonderful. Oh, my God. The next one's literally a Newgrounds game. Ballistic? <laughs> yeah. What is it? Describe it to us. All right, listen. So it's stick figures. Sick. 
We did it. Oh, ballistic. All right. Hey, mm-hmm. we we had a good stick figure game. Fucking one finger death punch was amazing. Yeah. I actually just saw that the other day. It looked really good. Oh god, it's incredible. You haven't played that yet? Jesus. It's I haven't. awesome. I'm a I'm a failure. So good. Oh. It is hmm. wonderful. This I mean, this does not look like it's going to be as good as that there is an advantage with doing the whole stick figure thing in that you know you can have some really cool looking animations because you've got to add like no character detail whatsoever but this game doesn't seem to take advantage of that that's why i'm fairly sure that was a picture of a stick figure masturbating oh i did not expect in the trailer i assume that's what it was uh the next game looks super cool it's on for first one for october 17th it's called omnilink it's a visual novel, but it features space exploration, real-time combat, and choices that will actually affect gameplay. Oh. Hmm. Right. That game's already doing that shit. <laughs> it I looks mean, really nice. Uh, the art in it looks really good. I'm trying to yeah, skip forward good. to actually see some gameplay. Uh, of which there's You're asking a lot. There's a lot of text. Oh, yeah, it's but going you... into early access. You're asking yeah, you... a lot. Oh, it's all, it's you play it sort of top-down. Okay. Yeah, it's I'm interesting to see like, visual novel like actual gameplay elements in there. Yeah, the characters look very like Xenogear, Xenosago-y. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Serious Sam VR. The Last Hope. Last yeah, that's um, wave-based yeah. shooter, isn't it? Yeah, you just... yeah, it's where you just stand there and shoot, right? Yeah, there's a lot of those, although, you know, since it is Serious Sam, it might very well be better than those other games. Ridiculous and silly, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, the next game is called Dopamine. Let's see what else. All Another about, VR man. game. This one you're like competitive high speed shooter in VR. Around fly with an animator. Stash, I use your beams and <laughs> I can't figure. Beam. Yeah, you're right. I can't figure out what the fuck is. Does it, why is there an anime random little anime bunny girl in it? I don't know. Why not? I think is the question. Why I not? I I learned nothing from that trailer. Yeah. Nothing. They made the game and they're like, dude, we need something. Bunny girl. All right, let's go. We got it. We did it. Isn't the next God. one we saw this last week as well, where you're literally yes. a fucking cassette tape for a mixtape one? For yeah. No reason. Yeah, I don't know what's yep, going on. Yep, we've already that. seen that one. Yep, Raging next. Titan. Raging Titan. Is the next one? Raging Titan. Mm. Oh, but that's a that's a pretty sweet name. It's. Oh. I think it's just Tower Defense. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's Tower Defense. Okay, cool. Uh, this next one we've also seen before. Omega Reaction. Omega yep. Reaction. All right. Uh, I think that that's it until next week. That, actually, yeah, that's it for the week. Yeah. Yep. Hey. Uh, so, th- hey. yeah, not not a not a great deal of stuff to look out for. Probably like Shadow Warrior Two being uh, the biggest deal this week. Uh, we should also mention, you know, the DLC again for Sunless Sea came out, and Duke Nukem's 3D 20th Anniversary World Tour. If anyone yes. cares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, it looks like Thumper may very well be worth looking at. Over the next couple of days, so a, cu- a couple of a couple of things. A couple of things. Uh, yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. These oh, and then DLC. Did you mention that? Yes, I did. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah cool. All right, neat. Smell. Great. So there you go. Or buy PlayStation VR and have it. like 20, 20 new games to play on that if you wish. Man, I want a PlayStation VR. No, <laughs> not not especially. But... One of these days. I wouldn't know how to film shit with it properly, but man, would it be fun just to play. It's very hard to film VR and actually make it look good. It's tricky. Everyone now, like, the new thing is, like, set shit, like, a screen up, a green screen behind us. It's like you're in the game. That's too much fucking work for me. The mixed reality thing, yes. It's it's tricky. Tricky to do properly. Oh, old school style. Just, like, get a camcorder and point it to the TV. (laughs) 
yeah, yeah, go back to the old school. Mm, you don't quite experience it the same way. That's about it, folks, for the Co-Optional Podcast this week. Thank you very much for watching. Big thanks to our sponsor, of course, squarespace.com slash co-optional. Go get 10% of your first order. Go make yourself a website. I'm sure you can find some use for one. Be the edgelord that you know you are inside. Indeed. Absolutely. Express yourself. You can do that. Uh, we do have some stuff coming up this week, of course. Uh, people like, talk about the Overwatch event. It, it, the skins and a brawl. Cool. You can hey, uh, buy them with in-game currency out, now. Hey. Great. That's an improvement. They gave Mercy an outfit that looked better in uh, source media porn. So, <laughs> so shout out Wouldn't to Overwatch know. for doing that. <laughs> what is this talk about? It's basically what they did. Let's I mean, not even no. pretend that's what that was. Junkrat is Frankenstein. Uh, Road Roadhog is, is Frankenstein's, Frankenstein's monster. monster. Yes, yeah. uh, they're so cute. Yay! Skins. They missed the ball That's there. Fucking news, isn't it? All right. So, what do you got coming up on the channel this week, Jesse? What's going on? Yo, uh, right now, if you're a big WoW lore nerd, you can go listen to uh, the second episode of myself and Noble and Ross talking about uh, Legion lore. Uh, that's up right now. A scary Game Squad. There's going to be a bunch of episodes this week. The last episode of Uncharted 4 is going up this week. And uh, I think, here in a little bit, I may actually go play Overwatch and make a video of that. Go do that Brawl event. It's a PvE thing, Horde mode thing, isn't it? I think I might try that here in a little bit. So, yeah, that's it for this week. So, tune in for all that cool stuff. Dodger, what's going on with the channel this week? What's going on? Uh, Might finally get backstage pass out. Hey. (laughs) And also, um, a Naruto Online video that I was paid to make. Hell yeah. Yo. Uh, we've also, I'm, I'm, this won't go up this week, but we're filming the first Welcome to the Fandom in a long time this week. So ah, I'm really excited yeah. about that. I'm in that episode. The Phantoms. He might, he might, he just might be. Yeah, the, the episode's called So You Decide to Become a Fan of Jesse. <laughs> a lot of tears and tissues being passed around. It's really sad, actually. Yep, <laughs> it, is, it is. Yeah. A lot of me apologizing. Like six years. Oh, Jesus. I'm so sorry. You <laughs> had a family in that time. <laughs> Cry what you got on the agenda for this week? Uh, nothing. Cool. Good to know. Uh, <laughs> although you may very well be showing up to possibly my board gamey thing for Able Gamers on Thursday? Maybe. Oh. On Thursday? Maybe. Oh, my. Thursday's going to be a day. Oh. Thursday. Oh, my. Is, is I mean, what I did that? I'll put that out in front of an audience to deliberately pressure Now I have. It's kind of like uh, proposing to somebody in, a, in public so they have to say yes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Although for me, it's more obnoxious that, you know, I, I did it at someone else's wedding. You know, the ultimate faux pas right there. Oh, man, that's fucked up. It well, is. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. What's up? I'm a manipulative son of a bitch. Uh, but what I will say is that we'll be running that from Thursday, 3 p.m. onwards. Probably under about six hours of uh, board games, Battlestar Galactica, Snake Oil, possibly a few other things. Rotating cast of guests. Uh, people have confirmed so far. Octopump's going to be there. Sinvictor's going to be there. Uh, some other people. Probably these two at some point. Maybe. Yeah, I'll come for yeah. part of it for sure. Hell yeah! Absolutely. Hell yeah. Yep. So we're going to be doing that, raising some money for Able Gamers in 2016. I think the benefits of Tabletop Simulator for those with uh, motion-based and, of course, you know, housebound disabilities. And what I will say as well is we're going to be doing a special deal with Chrono GG, our partner on that day. We're going to be selling you copies of Tabletop Simulator at the lowest price ever. My cut and Chrono's cut all go straight to Able Gamers. 
So cool. you will be able to pick up a copy of that at a historically low price, and a big chunk of that money goes directly to the charity. Mm. Which should be pretty cool. Cool. That's going to be happening Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern onwards. We're going on all the way through the evening with some board games. That should be a lot of fun. And, of course, Saturday, Shoutcraft Kings October is going to be happening. That's going to be really good. That should be a really fun StarCraft tournament. Uh, we will not force them to play in the StarCraft mod. Although I was some about to have... ask if that was part no. of the deal. That would be awesome! I can't yes. imagine how broke-ass that would be. Bring it. Just spring it on. Oh god, yeah, they'd never come back to my event again. <laughs> that's good. That'll be unwatchable. I can't imagine that being great. Yeah, so that's what's going to be. Thank you very much for watching the show, folks. And we are about done. We're wrapping it up, and we shall see you on Thursday for the Able Gamers board gaming event. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. 